Hey, this is the world's most dangerous man, former WWE Intercontinental Champion Ken Shamrock, and you're listening to the Smart Wrestling Fan Wrestling Review Show. It's time for Smart Wrestling Fan Now. Let's listen and find out who wrestling was good. Maybe all the wrestling was bad, but the show is still awesome, so that's up to start. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast in history. This is episode number 890, probably. I'm Joe Negron, along with two co-hosts tonight, Humnamahama. Hey there. It's How's it going, you Joe? It's easy. Yeah. Uh, oh, hello. And and Hi. Mr. Oh. Mutant Larry. Hey, Joe. Presto wow. Chango. Presto Magic Chango. We have the Presto Magics Discovering out. America together. They did. Oh. We're going to discover America together the, the wrong way. Um, and and not even discover it. It's all lies. Not looking for it's it all lies. down. Yeah. But this is... Um, and also color forms. Rubbing also- down America. <laughs> magic. Wow. One, yeah, you're right. One billionaire at a time. Wow. Wow. So welcome, everyone, to the show. Thank you. We're going to talk about wrestling this week. Big week in wrestling. I mean, the, so much wrestling... It, it, my head fell apart. I had to put it back together. They did, of course they did. Larry's talking oh, about I Presto didn't. Magics right now. That Battlestar. Do people even remember that? Like Hamna Muhammad? Did you have no. Presto Magics? Uh, vaguely remember it. I vaguely remember it. I'm trying to find. Is there a Mr. T one? Because if there is, that's the one you had. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Mr. T Preston. I pity the fool that transfers me onto a part of the page where I didn't want to be. <laughs> That's what that would say. Did they have Mr. T Shrieky Dinks? I bet they did. Yes. I'm, I know they did. That exists. Nice. I have them right in front of me, right here. Oh I my have, God, they did. Yeah, there's, I have them right here. A sealed package of them. How much? 10 Ooh. bucks. 10 bucks. Let's get it. 46 bucks. That's too much. Can you do? Can you send them eighty-nine dollars? Can you send them a, a buy like a what's it called a best offer and say I'll give you ten bucks? Can you do that for me? <laughs> yes, I will. Some people just so. do it because they need ten bucks. Yeah. So who needs ten bucks? A, a crackhead. Would you rather have Mister T Shrinky Dinks or ten dollars? I mean, really. Anyway. First of all, it's it's crackheads, Larry. <laughs> they need that money. Use the internet. They do. What kind of crackhead still has a Mr. T shrinking? <laughs> they stole it. Don't you understand how crackheads work? I bet they could. No, not really. I bet like you could snort that stuff. It's got to be like b- break it up and smoke okay. it or however. Let's get this works. out of the way right now. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't understand drugs. I, yes, we know this. Look, no, you don't. And you know who does? A guy named John Moxley. He describes in his book. Remember that book Mox that came out last year? Mm-hmm. He describes yeah. what it's like to do crack, and he tells like people instruction wise. No, he says what oh. it's like, not how oh. to do crack. What's it like? He does the crack. He says, "I'm going to read the quote. I'm going to get it oh. for you. You just have to hold on a freaking second." Is he no, promoting it or is no, he no, no, no? He's saying he's saying he's describing so you never have to do it. Oh, how convenient! Okay. Nice. The problem well, with it got, is he has solved the entire just, crack epidemic. Yeah, the, Can he the, also describe raw to us so that we don't ever have to do that again? <laughs> oh, I wish. I think that's what we're doing, actually. Yeah. Oh, so the problem with his description is he describes it by talking about how, doing other drugs and oh. eating sushi. So let me explain it to you. He says, mm. um, don't do crack, kids. He says, 
I'll describe it for you now, just so curiosity doesn't get the better of you. It's like doing a whippet and eating wasabi at the same time. Now, see, Larry has no reaction terrible. to that because he doesn't get it because he doesn't eat I wasabi. I know that's really hot. Yeah. So that sounds bad. He and says, if you really... Is like a nitro cartridge or some crap? I don't know. Yeah. He says, if yes. Yeah, it is. According to um, the, uh, the Good Life. That's it. No, it's called... <laughs> is that it? The Good Place. Wow, not The Good Life. That's a different thing. But, um, okay, so anyway, that's a, that's not what I wanted to talk about. What I want to talk about is on that the same draft. page in the book, at the bottom of the page, he steals mm-hmm. my freaking gimmick. Yep. Moxley says this. Does he it say says, that somebody calls him and asks if you, if you have the uh, WWE? He's, here's what it says at the bottom the of the Xbox. page. Here's what it says. Is Mox there? Yeah, it's Mox. No, he says, no, that's not the joke. He says, it says all in big letters at the bottom, joke Claudio told me. Uh, that is weird. And then it says, yeah. here's what it is. I, I, had, I had a dream. I swam in an ocean of orange soda, but it was just a fantasy. Knock, knock. Who is... There at the door. Forbidden door. It's me. Forbidden I'm at the door. door. Answer it. So anyway, my point is this. How many years <laughs> on this show have I do, been doing this gimmick where I said, oh you know, God, when like I used to work for the Chikara <laughs> company and I would shoot the videos, Claudio would always come up to me and be very nice to me. He's very polite, but he was just learning English back then. And he would say, hey, hey, Joe, how are you doing? I, I, I have a joke. I have a joke for you. Um, what I, oh, uh, how's it, um, so I get, uh, I, I have a new, I have a new hobby and I get, I get this, uh, sa- salmon, I get the salmon and then I take him and I, um, put him in all sorts of, uh, I dress him up in different outfits and then, uh, I use my camera and I, I, I take a bunch of pictures and uh, it's like shooting fish in apparel. Thank God he found found a career he didn't have to tell jokes at. Now be a professional wrestler for real. But um, listen, I don't know why I didn't expect this to happen. If he's talking to me once a month and he's talking to Moxley 20 times a month, of course he would have told Moxley these jokes. They were in the same place at the same time that I was all the time. And he saw him, you know, all the time, not just once a but month or once a month. What are the chances Moxley remembers it? But this means yeah, that true. he told these jokes to everyone when he was learning English. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. sounds like a good way to learn a language. I know it is. But I just feel like I look first. I don't know. I yeah, I feel not special anymore, so that's oh. it. Knock knock. Who's who's at the my door? <laughs> K Esto Esta. I'm sorry, I do not speak that language. I speak five <laughs> languages. That look- is not one of them. I'm going to tell a joke in Spanish every week and help me get my Spanish back. All right, that's good. Was, which was terrible. Perfect. Well, you do that. What is Spanish anyway, for knock? I said when I, um, I think it's knocko. That's racist. That's so, racist. 
Yeah, so there's jokes. Four. Joke Claudio told me is in his book multiple times, and that's just just want to tell you. Why doesn't that make you feel good that even everybody, even Moxley, likes Claudio? What? A- no, it always it always makes me feel good when I'm redeemed because I tell these weird stories and then people might not believe me. But like when on Young Rock when they talk about the Rockstad fishing and all, it, it, and I know they didn't mention my name. Um, but but the point I don't know is how they missed that part. every time yeah, I don't know how but every time these things happen and I feel a little better because like By the I'm way, not Spanish making any knock, of this up so Spanish for knock is gold pair so go pair go pair and that's I'll not how that works next week okay go pair go pair you figure out the joke for next week and we'll do it okay yeah so we have to review a lot of wrestling because it was uh, Forbidden Door week so we have so much to cover and if you're on Excuse me, Burp, uh, Smart Wrestling Fan, if you're on our Patreon and you're on Extra, whether you get it from wherever, SmartWrestlingFan.com, or you get it from mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash SmartWrestlingFan, you If you get it from your have, brother, better check it with your mother. That's true. That's what I heard. But you might um, have just heard our Stardom review. We did a Stardom show. Stardom? I barely finished. Well, we spun the wheel, um, and then it yes. came up Stardom, so we did that. And then um, we have other other shows. And then, uh, wow, we're only like a week or two away. We're less than, yeah, like two weeks away from nonstop G1. Are you ready for this? Oh, the yeah. G1? I am. We got four blocks of G1. Did we figure out how they're doing that yet with seven wrestlers in each block? Nah. How's that going to work? I didn't even look. I want to be surprised. Okay. So we'll see. Yeah, that's going to be a busy, busy month. It's going to be a busy freaking, and it's over a month. It's from, I think, from July 18th to August 19th or something, or 20th or 16th. 16th of July to like 18th or 19th of August. or I don't know. It's over a month. But anyway, that's it. I'll start to, I'll, I'll prepare my foreign language joke uh, for the show. I'm going to do mine yeah. in sign language for the show. Hey, That'll hey, go over I, got, I, got another, I got another one for you. Um, um, You know... Today, in this uh, 2022, they not a lot of people. Um, are, I don't know a lot of people that are called Lance, but back in the Knights of the Round Table, people were called Lance a lot. <laughs> okay, I'm done. That's great. This is the show, everybody. Okay, let's. Okay, but this man could tell you a joke in six languages. I know so. he can. Impressive. I know again. Okay, so we're going to review all this wrestling, but let me start with the um, the thing. Oh, we have to give away a winner. Winner. Um, we had people. We had a contest last yeah. week. Remember? No nope. Twitter thing. We did a Twitter thing, and we oh, said, "Oh yeah, could... the rules were so simple. How could I forget?" Okay, but people did it, so they figured it out. <laughs> Who all right. Did it? Rain Man was Rain Man. No, listening? not Rain Man. Rain Man did not do it. A bunch of people did though. So I have a whole bunch of of people here, and I randomly chose one before the show. So I have picked it already, um, and uh, it, 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 very nice things people had to say. So I thank you for everybody that um, did the thing. What we said was, you can win. It's the Carter Lee Special Crate Basket Giveaway Package that he has donated to the show. So that you will get a June crate basket, and June crate crate baskets go out this week. So uh, we did this. We you had one week to to play the thing. What? I used to date June crate basket. Yes, 
And um, the winner randomly chosen was at the Super Luke. So it's Luke Smith, if that is your real name. Smith, I don't believe you. Um, So send me your address and uh, I will send me a message on the the Facebook (laughs) or the the Twitter or something. But anyway, whatever it is, uh, send me a thing. Great basket. Yes. (laughs) His wife's going to be like, who's this June crepe basket? June crate. He wins June crate basket. That's great. I'm totally making a joke. Oh, Larry. Oh, Larry. Well, what are the chances? He might, I suppose. Um, always blackmail. That's true. It's true. Luke fake name. That's a good point. But anyway, um, I don't know if he's a blackmail. I didn't ask. So, Uh, yeah, it's horrible. Then he may have a a girlfriend. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) But he won, so congratulations. Um, and then we'll see. We might even... <laughs> the genetic lottery. I, we might give out a, a, a July version and give you more than a week to enter the July contest. Crate basket. Yes. <laughs> That's somebody's name, right? Like June Cleaver, July Crate Basket? Is that the June joke? Me. Yeah. Okay. I killed no. the joke. <sighs> this show is going along swimmingly, everybody. Oh, good thing we have nothing to cover. Best yeah, okay, so let's year. get to the let's, point Why don't here. we so, cover... Yeah, let's get to it. Let's get let's get to this. Um, start the ratings. Um, oh, and by the way, we did a thing where people oh. real one more thing. I'm sorry. Oh, and by the way, by the way, we did a thing where if people donated, we would uh, see if Larry would um, oh. do the gross thing I did, oh and that's uh, chew a stick of Harry and the Hendersons gum. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, people that donated because he's doing it so it's gonna happen why don't we wait for every donation yeah it's not gonna be now yeah we should wait so larry we have to drink enough that you will throw up later in the show oh i i could well i've already drank but even if i hadn't drank i think it's really super disgusting you don't even know though I don't even like gum, and this is how many years old did we well guess what it's not gonna have the consistency of gum i promise you did you get welcome back color color forms? Welcome back, your dreams are your ticket out. Welcome back, Okay, they only have three characters. Weren't there like five characters in Mr. Carter? Yeah, I'm not counting as well. It's wife. not Mr. Carter. It's welcome back, Cotter. And there was <laughs> Barbarino Other. Uh Horse, okay, they don't horse, have, they Shack, don't have, and Shack Horse. No, I didn't say that. They don't have Horse Shack. Shadrach and the Bed to Go. <laughs> Those are all the Close. characters. Okay. Totsy, Totsy. Okay, That's I'm it. closing my collar forms, Presto okay. Magic. Because you're not paying attention, so you must do that. Yeah. 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 I don't have to pay attention. We've got three people here. You okay. guys can do the work. Oh, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons collar forms. Holy crap. Yeah. Is that a real thing? Now, do you mean the cartoon one? No, unfortunately. Just kind of, but either way, it's fine. But Young pupils, this way. There was very little merch made for that cartoon. How do you know that? I know that because I kind of, I'm a toy collector and I, they're very little merch made for that. Where are Some all these toys seen. you collect? Because the ones you gave me for my birthday suck. So That's, that's how collecting works. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a great, great response. Jeez. 
<laughs> you're like awesome. you got all the garbage i was this you is buy a spring cleaning you keep the good stuff <laughs> i sold that uh um snoopy radio for 37 dollars it's great <laughs> sure you did no i did not but um you keep the sure unicorn now. and you send eric the cavalier over to joe that's it Man, there that was a great cartoon. Why it there was. was very little merch made for that. And More like the coward Valier, am I wrong? Okay. Do you so, know they wrote an episode where they went home, but it never yeah. the show ended before it? Uh-huh. It makes me sad. Didn't they have one where they went home and then they got sucked back into Dungeons and Dragons Land? Doesn't that well that's what happened in uh, uh Land of the Lost, right? Um oh, yeah. not exactly. No. Well, they, they didn't were on actually... the way through, and only the dad got through, and then the uncle got sucked back or something. No, the dad got through off camera. Oh, I thought they were in a boat, and they almost made it, and he made it. No, no. What they did was, one day he went into the, the pylon, and the kids were sitting outside, and they're like, what's going on? And they showed, that it was a, obviously his stunt double or someone else, because that guy had already left the show. And then the dad... Just we see his back, and then it's all of a sudden he goes like whoosh, 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 and he goes home. And then that same day, Uncle Jack shows up. <laughs> How is that possible? They did the old switcheroo. Because <laughs> the dad was like, hey, Uncle Jack. And he's like, what did you pop out of? He's like, nothing. Just come over here for a second. Whoa. Yeah, that was what it was like. All right, we're going to do the news right now. Okay. How, does, how did the dad explain when he came back to our universe where his kids were? He's like, trust me, I didn't kill them. Yes. They are with dinosaurs right now. He had a lot of hush money, I think. Trust me, he didn't kill them. Okay? You know he's in jail. That whole time they're still in land lost, he's in jail. Can you trust me on this one? Trust me. Oh, banana. Oh, banana. <laughs> oh, banana. What? Oh, do you oh, not banana. want to do a show today? Oh, no, I do. Oh, but I like this one because it has music. Oh, this is our news theme this week as uh hum no Muhammad just told us okay news let's start with the ratings uh last week's monday night raw scored 1.99 million viewers that's because vince mcmahon showed up I don't know why. That's pretty bad. Uh, SmackDown Live, 2.2 million viewers. That's because Vince McMahon showed up. That's kind of sad. Uh, AEW Dynamite had 878,000 viewers. So that's up. NXT, 637,000. That's up. And Rampage, 422,000. That's also up. And the week before, when it was like the lowest rating ever for Rampage or whatever, apparently that and SmackDown both were like the numbers were like the fix was in or something because they both were lower than they actually were. And so the report real numbers came out. And so rampage was actually 369,000 instead of whatever said like 340,000 or something. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's talk about the news. Cause there's, there's a lot of big news this week. And that's of course that uh, everyone in wrestling is injured. So there's no wrestling anymore. That's it. Everyone's injured. Adam Cole, after the pay-per-view, concussion. He's concussed. He could be out for months. we weren't allowed to talk about concussions. Only in WWE. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly, injury. Rhea Ripley, injury. And she says it's brain and teeth injury, which means... (laughs) Is that like hoof and mouth disease? It is exactly like that. (laughs) So that means that... 
We know about the teeth injury because she had braces on last time she was backstage at Raw. But the brain injury probably means concussion. So that's great. Um, Buddy Matthews and Jungle Boy both have some kind of like shoulder problems. So they're both injured. That's good. This is all bad. Why is it? Hiromu, of course, Hiromu Takahashi was supposed to be at Forbidden Door. He had a fever and because of provid, uh, provolone. COVID protocol. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Provolone. Um, yeah. Because of that, he was not able to fly, so uh, he was taken off the pay-per-view. This sucks. Hmm. This just sucks. So is that like a wisdom teeth thing? Brain and teeth or what? No. That's funny you what say that. What is the teeth I'm... part? She kneed like her... herself in the face and had to get dental work. Oh, okay. But where's the brain... She like, it's con- not the same injury was not she, both. Yes, she concussed herself. At the same time, yes. she heard Heath. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, can't make this stuff up. Well, you may have. <laughs> I, I may have, but I didn't this time. You could have made that up. Uh, Ring of Honor is back. It's official. Tony Khan has announced. Form. July In POG form. July 23rd, mm-hmm. Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view is coming back. I choose death. What? I thought you were giving me options. No. Oh. So that's With a good. Brand new old logo too, I think, right? Yeah, they're like, look at the new logo, and I'm like, that looks exactly the same. <laughs> so I don't know. The kids, the kids call that retro. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, kids love that. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and there's a lot of other news, like the debuts at uh, the pay per view stuff. But we'll talk about that as we go. As we go in these shows, so let's go to Dynamite. Let's do that. How about that? Oh, let we'll me open that. the article about. The Count's oh, color forms. There's one more castle. news story. Oh, there's one more news story, Hamnamahama says. One more news story. Yes. Kushida goes back to New Japan. Well, I was going to say that during the pay per view, but you know what? Kushida, what happened was we, wa- we watched how much? A month's worth? No, it was like three weeks, two weeks worth of the Super Juniors tournament, only for Hiromu to win. And then he gets his shot. It's not even at, not even at Dominion, it's at. A road show, Dominion. and he goes against yeah. Taiji Ishimori for the junior title and doesn't even win it. No. Wah, wah, wah. That's not good. No, it's not. It's too bad that they put it on a road show, first of all. Yeah. All that. I understand they wanted to give and it then, its own main event or whatever, but yuck. That's all I can say about that. So, yeah. um, so that happened, and then at the end... Kushida came out to challenge Taiji Ishimori. So any rumors you heard about Kushida wanting to be in the heavyweight division? True. Dead. Gone. Buried. Gone. Yeah, I think Buried. he's better as a junior heavyweight. Does anyone want to listen to Jeff Hardy talk? No. Are you sure? I think there's a couple of police officers. Kurt Angle's a machine. <laughs> James Storm's great, but he drinks too much. Whoa. Once in a toll, always a toll. Wow. Bully raised minds preoccupied. Okay. <laughs> Dynamite. Let's do that. Yeah. I. I I don't know this Muppet Joe, and it's going to bother me the rest of the show if you don't tell me who it is. And I, did, I know we've already like, but who is this Muppet? 
I have a feeling you're going to send me a picture of a real person and I'm going to cry. No, 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 no. I was maybe being distracted by the whole coliforms thing. And I, don't I know knew it. I knew you didn't stop looking at that. You're a liar. It's <laughs> I need your help now, but I don't know who that Muppet is. Do you? It's a twiddle bug. It's not any specific. I don't remember their name. Oh, okay. Okay. So look up purple. Look bug. up on Google purple twiddle bug. No, I did this. It's like the waffle thing. No, 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 no. This is real. Purple. Ooh, I better not misspell this. Don't don't forget the W. Oh, okay, okay. I've seen the picture. What's the name? I didn't know they had a name, but I... I They have a name. I just can't remember it. Tina, I think. (laughs) Okay, we'll go with Tina. I could be wrong. I'm serious. Can you look it up? I just never, I've never seen it in a drawing form, and it doesn't look at it like it looks in real life in the drawing. Do Why are you me look it up? To the count? Did you they know that I am called the count? the count. It's Tessie. Her name's Tessie. Okay. Tessie. Tessie. The they, they, they lived in Bert and Ernie's wall, is that right? Where no, in their in their window box, uh, like uh, of with plants. Oh, that's it. They're okay. flowers. I lived in there. Right. So Tessie Twiddlebug is her name. I I haven't seen the Twiddlebug skits probably in like 40 years. So I really don't remember them that well. I remember whenever they made color, whenever they made color forms, they were pushing the Twiddlebugs because Hmm. there's a bunch of them in the color form set, which makes no sense. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I guess they didn't take Lewis Panther arena in Milwaukee, the Wisconsin's. Mm -hmm. That's where Tony Schiavone Excalibur and the ancient JR as what? That's not Road Rager, but I have it in my uh Tony's in the ring. And he gets Wait, Dan there's O'Brien three out. Tonys. Which one? Tony, not Storm. There's two Tonys. Tony which Chavantes. one? Oh, okay. Tony Chavantes. Sure. Uh is in the ring and he's gonna talk about Brian Danielson's future. Brian Danielson takes the mic. He says he's not giving it back. And it's a great weekend to be a wrestling fan. But unfortunately, he's not cleared. But he found a person to take his place, not only in the match at the pay-per-view, but also in the Bloods and Guts and Glory match that we're going to have on Did Wednesday. you know immediately who it was? Because I did. Nope. Nope. Because I that person kind of went out of my mind for a while. Really? I'm the mom. Did, did you know who it was immediately? I didn't. Even though for weeks I've been saying, I can't wait till he comes back. And I was so proud of myself because I was like, I know that there's only one guy that could fit this role, fit this bill, fit that somebody that he would trust. I was so happy. And then I was hoping it wasn't some kind of trick, but I knew they couldn't. They don't they ha- they don't have um, they, they're not allowed to disappoint people right now. Um, they, they have to come through and they did. So. So but he Dana Bryan Bryan says he came out of the. uh Heel tunnel, so he's not going to tell people who it is. Mm, okay. And then Zack Sabre Jr. comes out, and he says nothing. He just kind of is like, Ah, oh, that sucked. He should have cut a promo. I, he's so... He, yeah. uh, when we hear his it's promos, remember um, remember that promo he did about George Michael? That was so good. Oh, he did yeah. two of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. He doesn't like George Michael? No, he did a promo no. about him that was great. Yeah. And I explained that... George Michael visits him in his dreams. Yes, and, and I can't <laughs> talk... I, if you want to hear the whole thing, uh, Smart Wrestling Is fan the more... saxophone music in the background? We reviewed it. There might have been. So, yeah. yeah, I did not understand. Are you thinking not? of Kenny G? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking of... Golden Whisper. Careless, careless whisper. Careless wow. whisper. 
Golden Whisper is my favorite thing. A different website. That's a, uh, that's a 30. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> video, video of Moxley saying stuff. <laughs> and Aussie Open win Will Allspray, like it's a golf tournament, versus Rapongi, Rapongi Vice, <laughs> and Orange Cassidy. Wow. Yes. Okay. Orange Cassidy hasn't been around for a while. Still hugely over. We'll find out how over. Yeah. But not with some people because Jared's upset. Oh, oh, not tagging around. Oh, DDTs used to in matches. Now I get sick somewhere. Yeah, but he, okay, punch. he's an idiot. Orange Cassidy used his foot to tag out because his hands were in his pockets. Jared didn't understand that that was a legal tag. You're allowed to tag anybody. They tag people on the shoulder all the time, right? Yep. So why is that he's illegal? And then when back. he gets in, he's like, oh, this referee. Hurt, hurt, hurt. Barbecue sauce. It could be old and or grumpy or both. Uh, orange punch to the face. Faces wins. Yeah. That's good. Uh, then the United Empire comes out and FTR comes out. FTR has one of them had a Dennis Conroy, lover boy, Dennis Con Conroy. That's the old uh, guy that was with uh, the guy with the uh, tennis racket. Uh, Jim Crockett. No. Cornette. <laughs> Jim, Jim Cornette. Cornette. Jim Crockett. What are yeah, you talking yeah. about? Okay. Yes, he was the guy that Jim Cornette hired, and then he just quit on him. And then years later, Jim Cornette hired him again, and he quit on him. I don't Jimmy know why Connors. he's wearing his T-shirt. He was one of the Midnight Express lovers or whatever that team was. Sure. One of the takeoffs of the team. I think I'm right. I'm probably wrong. He had a beard. Dennis um, Condry you're talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't that him? We, I, I may be way off base. No, he was in Midnight Express for a minute. Okay. Yeah, but there wasn't there stories like he just he would just quit and leave wrestling and yes. Cornette got a lot of trouble. I don't know. Cornette stories all kind of blur together. Extra value is what you get. Uh, uh, yeah, they chase away. That's Cornette, not Cornette, and that's Cornette Blue. Uh, not Jay Cornette Lethal. Blue, right? Yeah. Cornette. Uh, Jay Lethal and Satman, Scatman Crothers, Satman Singh. Uh, they're like Samojo. <laughs> you got a ROH TV title, one of like fifty titles that are floating around this company. And if you can't defend it, you need to give it up, I guess. Yeah. Weird. Jay Lethal is really obsessed with this TV title that is just the ROH TV title. I know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Back in Tony, the same Tony, Chavantes, has Christian. Chavantes oh, wins. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Christian says, what? You guys don't remember the Jungle Boy eliminated me in the Battle Royal? A I year ago? that. <laughs> yeah, this was says, great. I, Christian says he hates social media and this job is about making money and he's just scammed everybody from the beginning. And last week he said horrible things to Jungle Boy's sister, Jungle Girl, and his mom, Jungle Mom. And he says, I think your mom just wants a piece of Christian Cage, <sighs> which would be good for me, but I can't be your dad because you have a, a dad and he's dead. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> And then did uh, you guys see the the crowd was chanting STFU and, and the little kid and on a little child who was that little kid oh. was cursing into the camera. He's he's got a beating coming. Grounded. Yeah, yeah. Wash that mouth out with some soap. Jeez, <laughs> they should add Dan House and come out and yell at him. Uh, no cursing. Luchasaurus comes out. This is really interesting. Luchasaurus comes out and you're thinking, oh, heels are going to run away or Luchasaurus is going to be able. Luchasaurus goes to beat him up and Christian talks him down. It's like, oh, you're like a son to me. You're like, you don't understand. And they, I love it. And Luchasaurus with a mask on manages to emote that he's just doesn't know what to do in this situation. I I love it. It's so good. 
Yeah. So it continues to entertain. In the back, O'Reilly and the Young Bucks, um, they say we're going to tag up to with uh, Hikaleo. Hikaleo, yeah. Which is Hikaleo. To Sting and Darby Allen and all the people that they're tagging up with and all that. You're not going to say who? We didn't know who was. At that point, who was filling in? Did we know? That we yes, it was it was Shingo and Hiromu, and then Hiromu got a fever, so they said yes. they said Hick because he's a liar. No, he's not a liar. Hikaleo, you can just stand on the outside because it's a six man tag instead of an eight man tag. What would his name be when he goes to WWE? Uh, Hikaleo. Yeah, it'll be Uso number four. Jeremy. Jeremy Uso. Yeah, wait, okay. wait, what was what's the new one? Elrod or what's the new? Yeah, Elrod. Mm-hmm. Elrod. Elrod Hubbard. All Atlantic <laughs> title. All Atlantic <laughs> title. First off, explain that to me. No one can because it's not correct. It's all Atlantic. There's only one Atlantic Ocean, but I guess you could <laughs> all over. I don't know Atlantic. All Atlantic tag. All Atlantic title tournament first round. It's very confusing. Malachi Black versus Pinta Obscuro. Obscuro. Uh, Black Mask. Obscuro. Pack comes out. He says, we're going to fight. But then Mirror's on the Tron. And he says, we're all going to fight. And I hate you vegans. (laughs) Back in Wardlow package. Wardlow sure forgot about MJF. And now he loves the TNT title. But only if he can win it on the up and up. And it's it's Wardlow's world. Ba-da-da, I hate Wardlow's that world. so much. Uh, Wardlow's world. That's horrible. Hangman Adam Page versus Silas Young. Ooh, the last real man. Look right? at that. We haven't seen him haven't in seen uh, forever. forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam Cole's on commentary. So last real man against a cowboy. So I know who's going to win. No, it's... Uh, Young gets a lot of offense and then tries to do a flip or something. And that, that's yeah. how he loses. Silas Young looked so good. And I was like, I don't remember him being this good. And then he's like, oops. Um, Adam Cole has story time after the match. But Switchblade comes out and says, nope, I want to talk. And he says, Cole, you really shouldn't be my opponent because Hangman's already beaten you twice. Yeah. And then he said, Hangman, you lost. So you shouldn't be. And so it, no one's going to be my opponent. And then they, they fight. And, but oh, Cole helps him out. Helps Switchblade attack Hangman. But no, Cole has the belt. He's thinking about hitting Switchblade with it. But out comes Okada. And they all face off and face the stand tall. So, yep. So four-way match. Mm-hmm. In the back, Red 11. I don't know who that is. I think it's Red Velvet. Red yeah. Velvet is injured. And Stokey, ha- Stokey Hathaway is looking for <laughs> new baddies. And I guess you have to get on his Twitter poll to be a baddie. Wow, I what? I don't know how that works, but it's a Twitter thing, right? Remember, okay. How did we not add uh, Red Velvet to our injury list? I mean, that should have been. Oh, she should have been number one. Um, so, <laughs> what can I say about this? Am, am I one of the only people that remember that the baddies used to be a section of the crowd? Yeah, yeah, and not just like cronies. So, yeah, yeah. Where can they wrap? Uh, well, Hillbilly Jim used to just be a member of the crowd, and look at him now. That's true. Oh, back. What about Tugboat? Was back. he a member of the crowd? I always think he was. I don't. What? Yeah, was he? I don't know. We Bruce always Wake was in the crowd. Oh, uh, my my guy, uh, the foreign guy that was so good, Arn Anderson. Uh, he was in the crowd. He was not foreign. Yeah, I know you mean Santino. The snake. Though. 
Santino was in the crowd. Yeah. Wow. A lot of wrestlers get their start by going to wrestling events. Yeah. 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 I guess. Anyway, Statlander and Athena are getting talked to in the back. And Statlander's Earthling character is far weirder than her alien Correct. What are they doing? They're like, we're pretending to be you. Look at me be you. What? Ember Moon's like, I... I don't like WWE because they made me dress like like um, a stripper, but this is better. I don't want to be in the baddies because they're strippers. I don't know what's going on. But And they also, their big move is to get Willow Nightingale. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. And everyone is cutting poop. Everybody's like, cut the poop. You cut the poop. Yeah. A lot of poop cutting. Oh, Play-Doh Fun her- Factory. Marina Ew. Shafir. Ew. Uh, not so much fun factor. Marina Shafir versus Tony Storm. Oh my God, I do not want this match. No, and At Marina's just like, she does a kick and just falls over. She falls yeah. over. I. What is this match? Nyla Rose is a ringside because she can wrestle. Uh, the commentators try to cover for Shafir. Wow, she's doing better. Certainly is. I don't want to see people do better. I don't want to see people getting better. That's the best you can tell me about. I know. I don't either. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I, I know I what we want. I know what we want to talk about right now. It's what? this. Hold on. Not that. Oh my God. It just went away. I had it and then it disappeared. It's the Play-Doh Fuzzy Pumper Barber and Daddy Shop. Sit right down, crank up the chair as Daddy grows his Play-Doh hair. Shave and a haircut. Fart, fart. Brother needs a little off the top in the Fuzzy Pumper Barber Shop. We'll fix Mommy's hair just so you can make it with Play-Doh. Or poop. Or. (laughs) Fuzzy Pumper. Is that like a pumping bomber? No, I don't want to think about it too much. You could not use the poop from last week, though, because that, that was almost... <laughs> it was like sand. It was like slightly damp sand. Like, this guy no. did nothing be oatmeal and glue. No more. Fermented okay. uh, <laughs> in the no. wooden pile. Stop! What did JR say here? Because I, I write, okay. Nyla interferes. JR Okay, here's what he says. She, she says, he, he, she comes running... Okay. JR says, because Nala Rose comes running oh, around the corner and does a, a senton, I think, on the floor. And he goes, oh my God, it's like a meteor. <laughs> yes, that's what he What? Said. Did, he, did he say she was meteor or it was I, a no, meteor? No, he said it was know. like a meteor. Barbecue okay, sauce, so meteor. Like, meteor barbecue. This oh, just God. like, why would you Party be so rude to say that? Oh my God. Hardy's in jail. Uh, Storm, Storm wins with a roll. Okay, Storm won with a roll up. I know. On Maria Shafir, the I know. worst wrestler in the company. I know. The the week go home before yes. her title shot. She really deserves it, that. That was embarrassing. And the heels beat up face, and then Thunder Rosa comes out to look at Tony Storm and say, "I can't believe I got arrested." Yep. Darby Allen and wow, Darby Allen and Sting holes lying. Whoa. Wow. Something about, I guess they were digging holes and burying souls or something. I don't know. Sting hole is they the have, worst. They have, they have Shingo and Tanahashi to even things up at Forbidden Door. And the next. No, they have Shingo and Takahashi. Oh, and 
My the next line says, "Stink gonna kick Brody downhill." Wow. No, Brody's already dead. So Sting wow. is gonna, Oh, st- no. What was that? Sting said he's gonna. He, he's ready to kick bodies downhill. What? I don't know what that, that means. A saying. Sure. Phoenix. Oh my God. Phoenix says he's ready to wrestle Andrade Del Idolo on Rampage. Hmm. I cannot wait. Yes. I'm glad I waited though. Uh, Forbidden Door rundown. Excalibur. Wow. I that poor guy to run down. Yes, that he's card. Micro Machines Deluxe. Oh, and the card kidding. is so confusing. So many foreign names. A lot of switches. Uh, we're told Daniel Bryanson, Bryanson's substitute is the newest member. Of, now was that was the first time we heard heard that, right? Yes, because before of it was the, just replacement, but now the, the commentators are saying it's club. a member of the combat club, so that means it has to be who I thought. Yes. Uh, so now Lance Archer and Chris Jericho versus John Moxley and Tanahashi. Uh, Regal gets on commentary. JR's got this really cool hot take that Tanahashi is kind of like Bret Hart because <laughs> I saw a 10-minute package last week about how Wow. Like JR, just stay out of this. <clears throat> High fly, go low, whatever that move is, Tanahashi wins. <laughs> yes. After What is the move called? High, High fly, flow. Flow. Mm-hmm. After the match, Eddie Kingston, uh, Jericho Appreciation <coughs> Society, a bunch of New Japan guys come out of it. If we get this fight and everything, and I see uh, Suzuki and Yuta kind of match up, and I think, oh my God, I would have never even thought about that combination. Now I'm hoping that somewhere down the line we get that. that Maybe we'll get match. that this week. Ooh. Oh, give me what I want. But then we and see then Tom- Red Shoes' son. We see Shooter Umino um, yeah. showed up for the first time in forever. Mm-hmm. And he is, uh, he looks like uh, baby Tanahashi, kind of. So that was interesting. And Tanahashi and Moxley stare at each other like, like, like forever. Yeah, it did, yeah. yeah, they had time. <clears throat> I guess so. I guess I, I think have there's to read supposed to be a lot now. more garbage outside the ring that we were supposed to watch, and they right. just focused on them. Well, we got to see Suzuki with some popcorn, which was fun. <laughs> That's true. Wow. That's good. And do you know what it is about Suzuki? And I know I'm a huge mark for him, but I watched it with somebody never seen any Japan wrestling or anything, and I just started to explain the character, and they're like, "Oh no, he's really scary looking. He just is terrifying on a street to see him. You're like, oh, there's look at that old man. Oh my god, I'm scared to death of him. Yeah, he's just such a character. Well, luckily everybody wrote in about like the pay per view and Rampage and stuff. So so there's no dynamite emails this week. Rampages. (laughs) <laughs> you know if we wanted to give him a real treat for what what show number was this mm, 890 that for a real 890 treat is we could not reviews any wwe and review just oh, yes. amazing i know AEW and larry wrestling. i if we hadn't already watched it i would totally be with <laughs> well, that's you. true why should, but we already why should wasted our time so we have to talk about it <laughs> that's right make them suffer we're going to do SmackDown like Monkeypox. We give it to everybody. Should we do Monkeypox? Let's do Monkey SmackDown. Monkeypox. He was my favorite wrestler. I know. My I, I mean, I like I liked the one, two, three kid, and I like Monkeypox. We're going to do SmackDown now because I was thinking about doing the gum segment now, but if we do it and it mm-hmm. kills you, then who's going to review SmackDown? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's wait till the very end of the show. No. Michael Cole and Football Head are doing stuff in Austin, Texas. What? <laughs> There's so many things I hate about WWE. I'll just come out and say it. But this thing that they do where 
why bother doing stuff on the show? We'll just do important things off camera. Remember when he saw Brock and Roman Reigns face off? I wonder what's going to happen. Well, you don't have to bother to watch because just off screen while, you know, just some evening they made a last man standing match at the pay-per-view. Oh, that sounds, well, no, not this pay-per-view. SummerSlam. Yeah, two pay-per-views away, they made and a match off on screen. camera. Yeah. And what is, no one cares about these shows. Don't watch people. No one, they don't care about these shows. If they did, they would do stuff on screen. Yeah. Cole tells us it's Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. Right. So I guess Maurice and Miz have to win it. Is mm-hmm. there anybody else in the company? No, nobody else. Okay. Oh, wait. Well, Be- Becky is. and Seth could win. Ah, oh, spoilers. Maybe yeah. that is the spoiler. And uh, Naomi and, oh, never mind. Oh. <laughs> they got me. Uh, Cole. Uh, oh, Cole says, and whoever wins cashes in at SummerSlam. <clears throat> no. Yeah, I don't know what that was. But he's like, the, they insisted tonight that whoever wins will cash in at oh, SummerSlam because it was a because, given. Because it's a given because whoever wins the last man standing match will be in no condition to win. What if, what if, okay, Brock went out there with Reigns and then Reigns puts Brock through 85 tables, like he stacks up 85 tables and they climb this, yeah. this, they take an elevator and they go all the way to the top. And then Reigns goes through. Like the last money in the bank. Yes. And then Brock goes through 85 tables and then he gets counted to 10 and he's out and Reigns retains. Yeah. Reigns would be in perfect condition. So F you, WWE liars. Or what if, what if giant Gonzalez shows up with some chloroform and yes. chloroform is one of them. The other the person other would be still fine. be fine to wrestle. So why do they love to lie so much? Because they, because when you know what's happening, you have to, oh, look at me. I teased it because I am smart because they know what Paul's going to say later. Like, yep. He, 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 I know things. Mm-hmm. So I'll be on that train. Yeah. Uh, Drew comes out and Drew's like, we got nothing. He, I, I don't, he, he does point out, hey, guess what? We're doing this whole match where we climb ladders and fight each other. And we also are matches just to get in. And it's this big thing. But Brock just gets a title shot for showing up. <clears throat> yep, he says that. And it's true. He but says, but I don't do things that way. Yeah, he's like, but it's okay with me. It shouldn't be. What? So then the Haggis boys come out, and Seamus and his guys <laughs> are all like, oh. So then we have Seamus and Drew, who both were obsessed with getting in the match. They are now in the match. They should be happy, but no, they just want to argue about, I don't know. Nothing. You're in the match. What, why do they care? Why are they out the, out here right now? Why are they I don't know. out here? Well, other than who's going to come out next, no, there's no reason. Yep. No. So out comes Adam Pierce and Paul Heyman. And I'm like, what is going on here? And what we want to do is, oh, we don't want to talk about the next pay-per-view. It's all SummerSlam stuff. Paul's like, listen, you guys are great. Either one of you can win money in the bank. And that's okay. But you'll never beat my guy. But, you know, my guy's got this match at SummerSlam. And he could be... He could be a little weakened. I want to make sure that because you guys might might just get really lucky, whatever. Drew turns his back the whole time to them. And I guess the story is, stick with me. Paul has talked to the powers that be that we don't know who they are. Yes. And he made them tell Adam Cole to reverse Adam Pierce. Adam Cole, Adam Pierce to reverse what Adam Pierce says was his decision, even though last week he told us that he and the management watched the tapes over and over again yes. and together came to this. That's what he said last week. 
And I still don't know what Paul has over. And if Paul has that much power, why would Paul make this? But what they finally I, decided is that Seamus and Drew are going to have to tag together and beat the Usos to retain their position in Money in the Bank. No, no, now, they, not to retain their position. They are right now out. They took put up the graphic and it showed they weren't in Money in the Bank anymore. Yeah. Six of one and it was, yeah, it was like two it's extra not the, Alex Riley's not, in the graphic. Yes, and it's not the same thing, Larry. The the thing is, one week they have a qualifier, both lose, and nothing is said. The next week, even though they both lost, they're both in. The next week, they're both out. This is, and by the end of the show, spoiler, they're both in. This is horrible booking. <laughs> so we go to break. When they come back to break, I appreciate this. They came back from break and they yeah. realized it's a convoluted storyline. Yes, and so they have they to say, explain it. It's yeah. very convoluted, so let's explain it. If the Usos <laughs> win, they're not going to be in the Money in the Bank. And if if the Faces yeah. win, they're not going to win the tag titles. Yes. but So we've explained everything. No, you haven't, because you haven't told me that if Drew and Sheamus are out of it, are they going to be replaced? Is it going to be a smaller Money in the Bank match? I don't know. But no, because it's not real. No, they, they didn't. They didn't have to explain that because they showed the graphic and it showed some. It showed the same seven people. Um, bl- I'm sorry, seven spots. So, so you're saying if they in kayfabe land, if they would have lost, two more people would have went in. You would have to have more qualifiers. Yes. How does this really help Paul's out? I don't know. And why wouldn't the Usos be in it? Yes, because then there would be three people, spoiler, that are not going to challenge Reigns. Let's real quick um, spoil something that can't be spoiled because it wasn't on. There was only one match advertised for Raw tonight. And it was Owens against one of the Ezekiel Elias Elrod family. Triplets now. It was supposed to be a regular match. But online, they changed it to if Owens wins, he qualifies for Money in the Bank. But it never said it was a one-sided stipulation. If Ezekiel or whoever won, they were not in Money in the Bank. Why? What did Owens have a Money in the Bank match yet, or has he been no. so obsessed? No. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so Nakamura is in the ring. Oh, gee, who do you think Nakamura is going to wrestle? Well, in the back, Kayla's talking to Sammy, and he's still an honorary member of the Bloodline. Don't know sure. why. Sure is. But he says like, he's going to win Money in the Bank, so he, he won't cash in on Roman because he's a member of their group. Lies. So it comes out, and Cole says, Sammy Zayn has never held a major WWE title. So the Intercontinental title is nothing. And the tag titles, nothing. Wow, okay. He wasn't U.S. champ, right? But still, that's uh, Again, a rematch, Nakamura against Sammy Zayn. But, oh, this time for Money in the Bank. But I've still seen this match a million times. Football head forgets where they're at. Cole has to tell him. Haluva, haluva kick and Sammy wins clean. It is amazing how that haluva kick only works in these mysterious certain circumstances where we need the story for it. Wow. Uh, new day dance off next. Did what did they tell us, Joe? Okay, here's the thing. The graphic shows New Day and Jinder and Chanky. And it says on the graphic, New Day Dance Off. Cole says, well, we're going to have a rematch between the New Day and Jinder and Shanky, and that's next. So they go to break, and then we come back, back. and the graphic's up again, and it says, New Day Dance Off. And Cole says, 
well, we're having a rematch. <laughs> and Football Head just sits there and doesn't say a word because it's like think probably thinking, am I not supposed to say dance off? And I don't understand what they're doing. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, they because New Day and Ginger and Shanky all come out and they stand yeah. there and they st- and they're ready to ring the bell. And it's yes, so it and is he, a match. It's at, and now the third time Cole says this is a rematch. Yes. And New Day talk about this being they I have never seen any kind of entertainment like WWE recently where they tell you how bad their product is. Yes, because what does Xavier like, say? New, Xavier says, No one wants to see this match again. <gasps> and he's right. And then they say, New Day isn't known for doing rematch after rematch after so rematch. So they're making uh, fun of the whole thing where they went from March 11th to like two weeks <clears throat> ago fighting with the Fight Night Club or whatever. Yes. Wow. Tell me your product stinks. Like, I can't see that. Oh, they my say, God. What everybody wants is dancing shanky. So, so then, the trombone so then this isn't even a dance off either. Nope. It's not a dance off. What the Everybody F is this? This is dance. the equivalent of coming out and saying, let's be friends. Oh my God. Shanky dances what? to the trombone. Is it, is, should Shanky be wrestling? Because I'm not sure there's not something wrong with him. He's a little touched, yeah. but. He, da- he dances to the New Day theme. The commentators sound like idiots because even Football Head says, wow, this is awesome. I'm glad we didn't get a rematch. So the product wow. sucks. I, but Jinder's but, had enough, and he leaves. And Kofi's like, "Oh, you same way you walked down on three MB." WWE remember who is the him. only product where you get different experiences depending on your situation. So it's situational experience. So if you are deaf, you thought this was a dance off. If you are blind, <laughs> you thought this was a match. And if you have, if you have all your senses, you didn't get either one. Uh, and if you didn't have enough oxygen in vitro, you're shanky. Oh, oh, you're shanky. Yes. Wow. What man? How do you listen? (laughs) You're in a business and you want to be there. You want to be, even if you don't, you want to be popular. You want to, if they tell you you're going to do this dancing gimmick, (sighs) how would you ever agree? I would just leave. There's, there's, it's what is he? Is he really supposed to become a world champion now? I don't know. this is stupid. Then we hear some weird sound. It's a big fart. Is that a, is that a ship? Is a ship coming in? Yes, <laughs> a ship is pulling into the arena right now. Then the Viking Raiders are on the Tron, but no, they're not. They're sneaking. But okay, from behind. explain the them being on the Tron. It's not a video. It's these weird still shots of them in goth makeup. So get this: the Viking Raiders. From behind, attack two consistent tag team <laughs> champions and a giant. <laughs> and then it's a good idea, though, because mysteriously the giant disappears. Oh I don't know where God. he went. He died. They've turned evil because of mascara. That's pretty yes. much what's yes. happened. And Football Head says, oh, my gosh, they have their kilts in a bunch because <sighs> Irish Vic- or Scottish Vikings? I don't know. I In the back, Adam Pierce. This made worse this old whatever i hate the show back adam pierce is there and he's like i'm so upset about stuff sonia deville comes in and she says remember me well you should because i've been down on smackdown for months and i haven't had a match wait a minute she was on raw when she was a wrestler what is she talking about was it 
It was. I mean, she hasn't been back for months. It was six six weeks. And she says everybody's saying how bad the women women's division is. You sure suck, Adam Pierce. And then Adam Pierce says, as a heel, I guess, and she's the heel, but he's he's like, oh yeah, well I'm gonna put you in a handicap match. Ha ha ha. So she just got fired for abusing her power, and now he's using he's doing the same thing. So Sonya Deville against Leif, Lacey Evans and Raquel Rodriguez. What? I, so wait, but then the but faces no, have the advantage over the what? It gets weirder because Zia Lee is at ringside. How is not just Zia Lee? Yeah, why? Why? What is this combination here? Shayna and Zia are helping Sonya Deville because they're why? such dastardly scumbags. Did I? Did Zaylee ever have an interaction with Sonya Deville? No. Okay. Yeah, off camera. It, football head calls Zaylee the projector. <clears throat> oh my god, that's like from six months ago. And then Cole's great. Cole says, "I didn't even know Sonya Deville was on the roster." She wasn't. She was on Raw. Oh my god, this this is, this is horrible. And then somebody in the match, and I couldn't tell who yells, why don't you ask her why she was on medical leave so long? What? Oh, my God. Why? Did you hear that? Yeah. Who were they talking about? Lacey, Lacey? when she had her baby. Because she had Mm. a baby? I Mm -hmm. don't know. Uh, Football has said something about one of the people in the ring being a magician, and it made no sense. Lacey gets the (laughs) baby, and everybody fights. I. What was that set up? It was stupid, and I can't even believe that they would do a match like this where here's – okay, let me fix it for you. You had a match where you punished Sonya Deville, but then – and you, you but, but, but She's being punished against people she didn't offend. I know, but the point is Adam Cole – or Adam as now I'm you. Adam Pierce got his revenge, but okay, that's fine. But when we come back from break, it's now – a two-on-three handicap match, and now the faces have to overcome the three heels that are out there. Why not do that? No, no. You could have given this match no finish, whatever. I, I don't know. I can't fix SmackDown because it's so bad. Okay, I'll fix it. The, he makes that to get even with her, and Sonya comes out and she says, I'm not scared of you two. I, I don't care. Let's make it a no-holds-barred match or something. And they're like, oh, well, okay. And then she brings in her two friends. Anything that's that's fine, too. Heels, but yeah, it was nothing. Uh, oh god, street. This segment, street profits are doing their backstage. Hey, let me talk about the show. But they wander around, and then there's Los Lotharios kissing the same woman, but they're kissing her like they're on screen. But they, there was no camera there at that point. No, they're just making (laughs) out with the same woman. That's what they do. (laughs) Then Drew Gulag is doing deep. he's getting ready for money in the bank that he's not in (laughs) and he's got a tattoo of himself on the i don't what was that i don't know what that is and then madcap moss is off to the side and they're like you like jokes let um what's his name angelo angelo yeah yeah angelo dawkins tells a joke and he's like knock knock who's there a whole bunch of donuts yum yum no Uh, and that didn't happen no it was something like that no he tells a horrible (laughs) dad joke and what was all that? What was all I don't know. that? Was that I don't just know. to make Drew Gulag buy a plane ticket to wherever they were? I don't know. He didn't have to be there. <laughs> Ronda out with garbage. Garbage. 
Oh, Rhonda comes out with a baby carriage. Right. Now let me tell people about it. So I knew about oh. this. I knew what they were when they were writing this segment, like in the morning on Friday. And on Friday, well, it was the afternoon. But so it was around noon or so or one. Um, so around then they were doing a segment where that Natalia was gonna wrestle a fake Rhonda Rousey lookalike and she was gonna have to take care of her baby at ringside. They had a plastic doll and they scrapped that for this. Well, they bought the baby carriage for that. And then they're like, this is really stupid. But they didn't they bring like, the baby out. No, but they did have the carriage. But I'm saying, like, they, why? Well, they went halfway with it, and that doesn't work. Half measures, garbage. Do you want to go snitsky and punt the baby? That would be even better. Oh, it would be. Yeah, so Rhonda comes out with a baby carriage. But no, it's not Rhonda. It's Natalia dressed okay, up like Rhonda. But have you ever been more annoyed with a human being than Football Head in this segment ever in your entire life? That's hard to say because the last 15 times I was annoyed by a human being, it was always Football Head. Okay. So. Let me explain to people, unless you wrote it down, let me explain this whole segment. Did, did you write down okay, what you, you said? You go ahead, but I, I wrote. Then you go ahead. I want to hear what you wrote. Okay. Back and I said, Natalia talks. It's terrible. She's like, Natalia's like, Ah, I'm Rhonda, and and I I'm a mom, and I I suck, and I'm no good, and and Natalia should beat me with these holds I'm showing you on the screen. It's terrible. Yeah, it's real bad. And w- well, when you came back, we were told that we had confirmation that it really wasn't Rhonda Rousey. Now, here's how it went really well because you are you are leaving all of it out. Here's how it goes. No, but I'm saying earlier, Cole it's, had told us that Rhonda was here. It's that Ron Rhonda. That's not. No. Is it her? Is it? Is it? Is it her? You got the X is that, You got it? You got the Rhonda. That's not the Rhonda. Is that? That's not that. No. That's Natalia. Wait, is it Rhonda? That was the whole time. Now, Cole told us earlier that Rhonda was here. Yes. I don't know why. Because this is what a heel does when the the face is not here. Yes. But we So we know that. But then Rhonda comes out. And it, it, the, the only thing worse than fake Rhonda is real Rhonda. Football head <laughs> is shocked that Rhonda's here. I <laughs> hate him. I cannot. I want him to go away forever. I need him to go away. Moments ago, she was here. Yep. But then the only thing real Rhonda has is boob jokes about Natalia. Yep. And then we don't even get, I'm sorry, at least in the attitude era, it would have been ripping off clothes. She just takes off her jacket. Ooh. So it's still ridiculous. And then I don't understand. Obviously, Natty didn't think Rhonda was here, but Cole knew she was here. But then Football Head doesn't know after he was told. And Natalia runs away. What a stupid segment. It was embarrassing. In the back, Seamus and Drew argue. And then when Seamus says WWF, I think. I thought he, he said W E. Oh, I yeah. said WWF. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, out in the ring, uh, Berlin van von Swastika Kaiser <laughs> intros Gunther. Wow. And uh, they're, they're like, okay, Gunther. And then we're told that The Undertaker is having a one dead man's show. That's horrible. What is that? In, in Hicktown, Hickland. It's like an autopsy, right? Uh, yes. uh, rematch. I see title Gunther against Ricochet. What a is, joke. Is this, we get rematches, we don't get rematches. Can we please just, 
can WWE pretend with me? Can they at least play no, pretend no, like no, I no, no? Too? They don't care. <clears throat> Cole calls the IC title prestigious. Wow, they just said Sammy having it didn't mean anything. No, not a major, but no. Gunther wins easily, and that's fine. But then football says, wow, Ricochet, I really thought that kid had something, but silly me. Wow. So, yeah. If a commentator buries somebody, I really have no problem if the wrestler punches them in the face. I wish you would. Ricochet, if you're listening. I wish. Kayla has Paul backstage. Sammy comes in. He stops the questioning. He's like, don't worry about all this because I'm going to win and I'm not going to cash in on Roman Reigns. And Paul's like, great. And Sammy says, but I might cash in on Brock if he wins. And Paul's like, grr. <laughs> but the stare uh, down with these two was was great. It was really good. As well as they use, uh, what's his name? Sammy Heyman? No, Sammy's friend. Uh, Paul... Paul. As, it's that's it's just as badly as they use Sami Zayn, and they're both equal talents. It's, it's I know. Hey, we're told it's Tamina next and not Aaliyah. Well, I should have put her on the injured list because uh, oh. we're not supposed to know this, but Football Head says Aaliyah got hurt. Stomach flu. She got hurt, he says. Got hurt. What? Brain, brain injury. I guess. Teeth. Brain teeth. Uh, hands of teeth. Uh, Tamina against Shotzi, money in the bank match. Oh, this match is painful. So if Shotzi wins, she's another one who really didn't earn her way in. Nope. Let's see. <clears throat> Football head says Shotzi. What is it? Shotzi's creative offense is all in. Uh, I can't even remember writing. <laughs> I don't remember what he all said. All in ascent. Oh, I don't remember. Oh. I don't know. Football head uh, says, if you win money in the mat bank, they will make a documentary about you. What? Guaranteed. Wow. I don't remember okay. anyone having a documentary that was in money in the bank, but okay. And Shotzi gets beat up and then wins in, in a dumb fashion. So she hasn't earned her way in. That seems there will be so many people who don't earn their way in. Yeah. In I want to see that Otis documentary now. It, the Otis <laughs> one's the best one next to the Damian Sandow one. Okay. Honestly, as stupid as Money in the Bank at the top of the building was, <laughs> I am not looking forward to either one of the Money in the Bank matches this year. They sound like they're predictable and dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So if they were climbing a building, I might be <clears throat> yeah. a tad bit. What was a like, boogeyman behind the chair and stupid stuff? I think it was Doink. Was I don't know. <laughs> so the Viking Raiders tell us that they want to rip people apart now because their mascara is running. <laughs> we see Max Dupree talking to someone. Okay, we come back. Where were you and now? I think, now they're just again blatantly lying. Lie. There's no one it's there. Lie. There's no models. There are none. Come back, and it's the gag about oh Max Dupree's talking to Adam Pierce, and he says no, the dressing room is not right enough, and. There will be no male models on this show. Okay, let's stop right here. Have they yeah. ever addressed the fact of why male models are going to be on SmackDown every week? Nope. <clears throat> they never... No, no. And then it's off till next week, and that whole titillating your juices weird thing. Yep. I don't... I don't know where this is going. And later... Okay. I don't think they back. do. They don't even have anybody. Well, we'll see what's his face in the crowbar 
Tire Iron, whatever his Cobar name is. Man? The battle Man? No, the, the other one was. You're wrong. Oh, was it the other one? It was It was T-Bar. He's not the model. It was Mace that was the model. Uh, we'll see. We, Mace doesn't no even exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, comeback. Football head is standing on the desk. This oh, my God. Can you I mean, imagine... Can you imagine that you're a wrestler now and your gimmick is to imitate Stone Cold and The Rock and that's all you do? Yeah. Oh, wait. The Street he, Profits do it every week. Sorry. He talks about Corbin and he says he steals the millions and millions of things from The Rock. <sighs> and it's it's And I think, okay, maybe... No, more SummerSlam booking. He yep. says, Corbin, I'm going to get you at SummerSlam because there's nothing between here and there. And he's also like telling he wants somebody who's lost how many matches in a row. So I, is it that big a deal? I don't know. It's bad. I just wanted Corbin to go away for a while. Sheamus and his guys come out, and Sheamus and Drew against the Usos in a we have nothing else to do match. Street Profits come out to commentary for some reason. Oh God. Okay. Oh. The 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 final moments of this match. With Street Profits yelling and Footballhead yelling, I just wanted to cry. Drew and Sheamus, of course, argue during the match. Um, we see get commercial for Minions, which, God, I hate Minions and WWE are just... I can't They're made that. for each other. Uh, Butch comes out like an idiot to be like, I'm a mad dog. and God, yep. it's terrible. Sammy tries to interfere. Street Profits stops Sammy. Drew just takes out everybody, faces and heels. I don't know what that was. And then Drew pins an Uso. So back to normal. That wow. was for nothing. And we're told next week on on SummerSlam, all the Money in the Bank guys are going to be there because brand split. They, ca- they call it a cavalcade and football head, ca- head cannot pronounce the word, but then they replay it on Raw where he can't pronounce it. <laughs> they couldn't get him to re-record that? Okay. Uh, wow. Yeah, they're going to have SmackDown uh, in Phoenix next week. And one of my friends offered to get me tickets for my birthday. And I Did said, you laugh? Thanks. Yeah. Oh, my Did God. You... The last two times WWE has come to Columbus, I have been offered free tickets and I did not want to go. <laughs> I can't do it. I can it would, barely watch it. It would make me sad to go. sitting there and watching almost if you add it up, you're at watching almost a half hour of people dancing in the ring. Usually. Yep. While they're in a match or between... Or standing there just listening to their music, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So there's no SmackDown emails. Like I said, they're all about AEW, so I guess... why? Wow, it's weird. Why does anybody want to talk about WWE? It's strange. Let's totally switch gears because, honestly, you're going to ruin your transmission in wrestling the way that we switch gears from... I know. We're going from something horrendous to something incredible because we're on Rampage... It's taped from Milwaukee, but the opening match is Andrade against Phoenix. And they, as we know, were not allowed on the pay-per-view because of problems between AAA and and CMLL, and that's whatever. But holy crap, this match was awesome. It is amazing. We had a great pay-per-view with two of the best companies in wrestling. And on Rampage, you could argue that was the match of the week. Even without a decent finish. Yeah. Oh, of course. And not only that, it's it started within 30 seconds of the broadcast. Yeah, because what they do, if people fantastic. don't know, they do their ring entrances 
before the top of the hour and they do them and they broadcast it on their YouTube channel. So if you want to see the entrances, you can, but then they want to make Rampage as tight as possible. Um, so, and that's when it's live, when it's taped, they still show them on there like this. It was taped, but they don't want to waste time. matches tonight. There were four. Yeah. That's incredible considering how long this match went and how good it Mm -hmm. was. Yeah. Um, or were there five? One, two, three. Oh, just four. Okay. Um, just four for an hour show with this long match is a lot. Well, the one week, two weeks ago or last week wasn't didn't SmackDown have four matches? That's two hours long. So yep. that's four matches too many. Yep. Um, but it's an awesome match. Go out of your way to watch this match. Watch this beginning of Rampage because it was great. Um, these two put on a clinic. Um, until cheating by the outsiders, we have, uh, Jose and, um, Alex cheating and then they're fighting each other, but then it gets awesome. Roosh shows up and, oh no, the ref's not looking low blow to Phoenix. And then the hammerlock DDT Andrade wins and they take off their jackets and Roosh and Andrade are wearing La Faction and Gobernable shirts. Yes. And he's also wearing cufflinks made out of handcuff material because that jacket's not coming off his arm. <laughs> yeah. That was not. hilarious. I know. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, that awesome. They are, they are their own in Gobernables group. Um, yeah. I love it. What a match, though. You can't... Phoenix, I've never seen somebody that looks like they could be asleep and wrestle he can do anything and it's insane he's every move he makes seems like he's not even thinking about it it's it's like you're walking down the street he makes me feel like how i don't think about walking down the street or down a flight of stairs that's how he doesn't he does an entire match he's very good and then roosh unmasks phoenix oh no phoenix cover your face so penta comes out with the shovel and for the save and obviously we're gonna get Oh my God! We're gonna get Andrade and Rouge against oh. Phoenix and Penta. Come on! Oh, I can't wait for this. Oh my God! All right, that sounds good. <laughs> Backstage, Eddie Kingston cuts a promo, and he was the balladeer for Forbidden Door for for some reason. <laughs> but then he says, "But I just want to talk about blood and guts because I want to taste Jericho's blood." And we go back to the announce table, and Excalibur is trying to do his whole selling stuff and Jericho's, Jericho's face. staring into the camera like what the F is he what just happened to me he's gonna eat my blood and then he waits and waits and waits and waits and when Excalibur stops talking Jericho says did you hear that Andy Kingston wants to taste my blood <laughs> it's awesome yeah how great. can I be excited for almost everything in this <laughs> because they did such they, 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 think about this that dynamite and this rampage are go home shows to a pay per view, and all of it delivers and whatever, whatever. WWE did their they did their raw go home show to Money in the Bank tonight, and you would barely know for the amount that they talked about other things like SummerSlam and SmackDown and next week's Raw. You would barely know that there was a pay per view on Saturday. And John Cena. And John Cena all yeah. night. It was the John Cena show. So, yeah, anyway. pay per view this weekend. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. Backstage, Swerve and Keith Lee. And they're still on different pages and they admit it. <laughs> but they're trying to figure it out. And they say they faced El Desperado and Connemaro at Forbidden Door. So, this is going to be awesome. And Swerve pretends he can't say indubitably. And it's really funny. <laughs> so, 
Got to figure these guys out. Um, Serena Deeb and Mercedes Martinez for some reason. Why? Okay. First of all, am I the only one on earth that remembered Mercedes was the Ring of Honor Women's Champion? Until yes. they said so, maybe. Because yeah, because I, so, I like, thought, oh. I wonder if she's going to come out with the title. I don't know why I thought that, but she did. But Mercedes turned face. Like, we watched it happen. And now she's with Serena D. I don't understand this. So they're against, already in the ring, Lainey Luck and Sierra, my two favorite jobbers. I have no oh. idea who they are. This is a beatdown. Who is it? Remember Sienna? I do. Cialis? And that Cialis. Remember, Larry? Septon- Septonia? Yeah, Septonia. Mm-hmm. Um, she barely in the match. Which yeah. Good. Yeah, this is just a beatdown. The story. Well, what's hilarious is Lady Luck did most of the match, and she screwed up everything Deeb tried to put on her. Oh, okay. Not only so that, bad. did you see there was, well, I don't know if you, did you notice a big edit or not? Mm-mm. There was a big edit and they covered it up with Serena Deeb doing like a leg hold that didn't even make sense as a why you would replay that. But they're replaying it because they're covering up the badness of these two jobbers. So it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Yep, it was not good. Um, The one one that didn't wrestle was super cute, but the wrestling was terrible. Ha ha. I see what you're saying. But Mercedes, the story is Mercedes accidentally bumps into Deeb. So that's for later because they're really not on the same page. Because remember, Mercedes is supposed to be a face, whatever. But, but hey, at least that made me. I was so upset that Serena Deeb was being wasted here. But when she sold that, it wasn't even a big hit. It was hardly she anything. And she's like, hey. Was yeah. So, yeah. She's so good. Mm-hmm. She's great. Yeah, she was better than we ever thought. So that's I'm glad to hear. So, um they each do a submission and the jobbers both tap and Deeb's upset after the match because she got bumped into barely. So that's that. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. Now we get Tully Blanchard backstage with his Tully Blanchard Why? Enterprise guys. Well, I'll tell you. So it's Cage on the left and the not well explained Islanders tag team that was invented at the last Ring of Honor. That Remember that show 800 years ago and never mentioned mm-hmm. once since then? Yeah. It's that team. Do you remember Did they ever them? Say their names? He says their names, but could you understand him? No. no. Can we send this whole stable to the island of ROH and be gone? Because Tully Blanchard ever enterprises. Okay, so Tully Blanchard's it's Khan and Toa Lanoa. Whoa. Did you understand him saying that? No. I didn't, but honestly, I didn't understand why he was on and, my TV. And the other thing is, they all I remember from them was they had a tag team name, and I certainly can't remember what it is now. The Big Punchers, Gates of Agony, everybody. No, uh, that wasn't their name. Yes, it was at Ring of Honor pay per view. Yes, it was. That is a terrible name. <laughs> remember the no. Gates of Agony, the Disciples no. of Apocalypse. No, the I watched book this of whole disciples. thing and was like, I thought I missed something. I'm like, when the book of authors whole... or whatever is authors of pain, the book of pain, authors of authors of books. Yeah, the... remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So who are they feuding with? Because this is just a waste. okay. We're getting there. We're, we have one uh-huh. segment and then we have another. Se- we'll find out. Oh no, we find out right now. Sorry, you're right. Uh, backstage, Lacey Nair interviews Jonathan Gresham and Lee Moriarty. Did you see the huge burn on her arm? No. 
Yeah, she burnt the middle. And I feel bad. Like, I don't know how she burned it or bruised it. Ooh. And she had to, like, keep her left arm up. But she dropped it oh. at one point. And I'm like, oh, girl. I thought she was wow, just pretending she was cold. Huh. No. That's a joke, by the way. Um, that's a soap opera joke. But, um, they, they talk about winning on dark and cashing yeah, in those dark wins for yeah. title <laughs> shots. Yeah, it happens. They okay, they're not what? the first person to do that. So, that's- so Tully comes in, right? And he says, my guys deserve a title shot before you guys. And Gresham goes, talk here. well, Gresham goes, we should have a six man tag. Is that what he said? But it's Gresham and Lee Moore. There's only two of them. What? I don't know. They have friends. Didn't he say six man tag? This was really bad writing for AEW. This We're was trying- WWE where let's have a feud. Yeah, Tully agrees, and Lexi says, she is a robot worse than Megan Morant. She looks in the camera and goes, <laughs> this should be an interesting matchup. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Hook versus already in the ring from New Japan Strong, the Donkey Kong Country. Hey. Look at that. He's here, the Donkey Kong Country. Everybody. Squash, Hook wins. Expert. Yeah. That's it. He has the he's a he's karate man now. He loses. The end. What are we doing with Hook? He wasn't even at the pay-per-view. I know it's not a you know, it's not a AEW pay-per-view. It's a mixed eh, pay-per-view. I'm fine with being very, very slow with all this. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. Hook is ten and zero now. He's not even ranked yet. So what do you gotta do? I don't know what you have to do. Yeah, I guess apparently, like Lee Moriarty and uh, Gresham said, you have to rack up a bunch of wins on Dark and then cash (laughs) it in for a title shot. That's horrible. Why did WCW not invent Dark for Goldberg? They should have. Uh, They should have. Backstage, Mark Henry split screen. It's FTR on one side. It's great. Ocon and Jeff Cobb on the other side. Cash says Cobb is strong. And then Cobb reverse puppets. I'm disappointed in Cobb. And no, why did Cobb think that he got like 15 minutes of TV time in this throw to the match? Because he didn't show that's the longest he's he like, does keep talking. Yeah, but, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you can't you can't keep their attention that long. He needs to say enough talking. Well, guess what? Mark Henry says, but enough talk. It's time for the main event, and all we do is talk forever. We do we do a segment with the gun club and the acclaimed and the gun kids think they're going to the Tokyo dome. We do the full card for forbidden door. Then we do the Which full card, card for blood and guts. We just, we just won't stop talking. And now the main event, Jeff Cobb against cash Wheeler and Caprice Coleman's on commentary. And I'm disappointed in him. Cause he didn't say, Oh my God. Um, he says, what a great singles wrestler cash is. What? When? He's like, these both guys are experienced singles wrestlers. No. Well, no. Taz says. Did he say that? Yes. Taz says how great the match is. It didn't start yet. There were like two moves and he talks about how great it is. Excalibur calls Cobb's moves wrong. So there was something wrong with everybody on commentary at this part. But whatever. The match was good. And it was short. Tour of the Islands, Cobb wins. Great O'Conn comes out. Dax Harwood comes out and he starts to fight him. Osprey and Ozzy Open come out. Orange Cassidy and Punky Vice. Everybody's fighting. And then Eddie Kingston jumps Jericho on commentary and <laughs> stabs him in the head with a pen and bites his face off. Like in the movie, bite his face off. 
And there's a giant brawl and stay tuned for Forbidden Door. So that was a great go-home show. Okay, that was a go-home show. What do you think SmackDown? Do you think SmackDown's really going to be a go-home show? The only thing they could possibly do on there is reschedule the, the Owens spot. and Ezekiel match for the last spot. Right. There's nothing. It's not that big a deal. If it's not Cena, it's not that big a deal. And I have a feeling that match might not even be on SmackDown because I think Owens might have COVID or a concussion or a leg injury or an arm injury or something else because wrestling is cursed right now. Oh, okay. You say that, but for all the injuries, Forbidden Door was fantastic. Yeah, but we had to combine two, two companies to get there. True. <laughs> so, so but Raw has two separate and equal brands. Oh, of three. course they do. Oh, separate but equal. That's what that means. Okay, so oh, <laughs> it wow. will be. Yeah, it'll it'll be that way soon with the Supreme Court. Don't worry. Wow, about I'm that. saddened to live in America. Uh, emails. Right. Lunatic Mainstream writes in. He says uh, Tony Khan continues to impress me. Oh, I can't use AAA talent to put over New Japan at Forbidden Door. I guess I'll use the Go Home Show before Forbidden Door to put over AAA by setting up a title match for them. I'm, insu- I'm assuming Andrade can compete for the AAA Cruiserweight title. Maybe I'm wrong. And promoting the Los Angeles faction on AEW TV, which has a New Japan branch. Not only an amazing match and cool moment, but a bit of an olive branch between the other two companies too. Well played. I hope that's what it was like, but really... Uh, Excuse me, I think it was other things. He says, I was starting to get worried about his ability to adapt now that his big script is done with Jericho to Hangman for the title. And he's dealing with a poop load of injuries, but that just gave me hope, Lunatic Mainstream. Yeah, I know. Tony's got a lot on his plate right now, and I don't know how he's going to book a new um, a Ring of Honor pay-per-view that's less than a month away. I don't know he's what not. is going on. He's he's not. There's he no one is. Joe, oh he's going to have to turn that over to somebody. It's you only say over. that, but he's going to do it. He's not ready to give up the reins to anyone else. I don't want to see that weird hair fall out when he's saying. <laughs> he has some weird hair. Um, Let's see if we have any more. This one's pay-per-view. This one's pay-per-view buy-in. This one's pay-per-view. So, no. Guess what? It's time for the pay-per-view. Hey. Nice. All right. I'm excited. Here it is. AEW, New Japan, Forbidden Door, June 26th from the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. And let's talk about the pre-show real quick. Yes, um, let's talk about the um, pre-show, but let's talk about how this is like the second biggest crowd they've ever had. This is amazing. Yeah. This building is packed. So I can I, Spoiler alert, not completely happy with the pre-show. <gasps> really? We'll talk, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about yeah. Okay. So on commentary tonight, we've got Excalibur, Taz, and Kevin Kelly. <gasps> Look at that. That's great. Yep. But but no Chris Charlton, Kevin, he's not there. You know, he tweeted so and he's like, I'm going to work, Kevin, getting ready to be in Chicago. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm happy he wasn't on because he would have made the show X rated and I don't want that. They would have had to pull it off the He had air. to hold down the fort again. Yeah. But do you, no, do I don't you know, know who did a No, he was back like, there. All, I, yeah. I always expect Excalibur to do great. Taz really was fun in this pay-per-view, I thought. He was having fun. Yes. He was just I having really, a good time. He made yeah. it seem like this was something he was enjoying and made me enjoy. Yeah. 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 
Now we go down and we look at the ring announcers, and look, Shibata is on the show tonight. <laughs> oh, oh but is, not that Shibata. Shibata. But just hold yeah. on, everybody. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that other Shibata, he'd never come to an event like never. this. Never. So uh, we get one. All right, so match 0.1 of the night. This is a tag team match, and it's going to be, oh, no, QT Marshall and Aaron Solo versus Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto. Okay. So, Did you hear that pop for Yoshi and Goto? And also, we got a, we got a Yoshihashi chant. The first the chant of the whole night is for Yoshihashi. This is insanity. I've never heard. Of I Yoshihashi would, if the chant. tag team was Satan and Adolf Hitler <laughs> against QT Marshall, I would be chanting for them. Wow! Why is QT Marshall and his band of misfits idiots ruining this? Because they're this there to creation? lose. Somebody else. They're money. terrible. Okay, wait a minute. They're not terrible. This was this was funny and good. And also, when my favorite part of the night of the pre-show was right here, when did you write down the spot where he did the QT special? No. QT does backflips to the floor, barely clears the top rope, almost murders himself on the apron, and falls onto Goto and Yoshihashi, and. X, this is amazing. Excalibur says the rarely seen QT special, and Kevin goes, "Well, I, I, we see why it's rare now." That was awesome, <laughs> and that yeah. cracked everybody up. That was all, great. Yeah. Okay, we can agree that QT Marshall almost killing himself was our. Highlight. It was the highlight of the pre-show. Yeah, no, of this that. match, but yes, it's funny though. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we get a show to to Aaron Solo and one, two, three. Uh, Bishamon, the team, wins that match. Yeah, so, of course. There you go. Match 0.2 to start the night is Nick Camarado versus Murderhawk Monster. And this, Archer. the crowd didn't know about because this was announced, this was decided that day, right there. They shouldn't know about it. I hope they I hope they can immediately forget it also. Oh, it was Nick Camarado is, he's, <laughs> that's he's not a guy. Horrible. This I, Lance Archer is great. I love Lance Archer's match. Lance Archer might as well have just loaded up a big bag of cement and drug it around. The well, he Lance Archer almost broke his neck again. He almost fell he on did. his head he starts, again. Yeah, the, the match didn't even start, and he tries to cannonball over the top rope onto Camarado. Why would you do that? Archer lands right on his head. Oh man. Good. Why am I watching people from the power plant or whatever? Why? <laughs> power plant. Yes. Well, this was not the smoothest of matches. But, uh, <laughs> he, uh, I've Archer never seen somebody. Listen, I have seen people pretend to fight out of a razor's edge. This guy wasn't pretending. <laughs> it was Just ridiculous trying to put him in that razor's edge. It was... Yeah, so yeah, it's the that's how it finishes. We get the archer. What's the name of his blackout again, Joe? The, the that's it, the blackout. Uh, so we'll see Lance Archer in the G1 next month, and I hopefully he doesn't die. Well, he won't go against anybody like Nick Camarado, so he'll be fine. All right, drop. All right, now we get a backstage interview with Clark Connors, who is going to be a surprise. We're not really a surprise, but a late addition replacement uh, tonight. And the uh, United States uh, championship match, um, and he says, "Let's get wild." <laughs> it's the it's the it's the All Atlantic Championship. Doesn't the it, All Atlantic? Isn't it so bizarre? Him in this match, 
He does a good job. I'm not saying he does. He does like, amazing, like, yeah. but it's weird. Yeah, you're like, this guy and this guy and this guy and him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's weird, but my God, do they give him everything and he does it perfectly. Did. Yes, and, and, and it added a kind of fun part to the match. It really like. did. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, match 0.3 here. It's El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus Keith Lee and Swerve. I love this match. Oh, my God. Larry, how did you not like this? I'm not saying I didn't like this. A little, it didn't, I didn't get enough Desperado, the old, you know, what you get when you see a Desperado match. It was a little light here. Both of their gimmicks were kind of light, but I really love the, uh, the Swerve stuff and how, you know, he helped him out. Did he help him out? And it was all good. Yeah. And Desperado did we, do the thing where he hooks his feet under there. <laughs> that was great with the stomp. Oh yeah. Where, yeah, where he was going to fall to the floor. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. We got the um, mishap where Swerve drop kicks uh, Keith Lee's knee. So we're still teasing some disharmony there. Yeah. Um, Swerve shows me in this match that he really would have been a good fit in the best of super junior. Oh, totally. Yeah. It would have been fantastic there. Um, Despi and Kanemaru, they work on Keith Lee's injured knee. Um, Kanemaru puts the figure four on him, while Desperado puts numero dos on Swerve. Uh, looks like they might win this, but no. Uh, Desperado uh, distracts the referee. And now Kanemaru gets the Suntory surprise and spits that in Lee's That face. was awesome. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Lee got saved there, which was great. Yes, he did, but I believed for one second that Keith Lee was getting pinned. That was great. Just maybe, uh, just maybe. Well, the advantage doesn't last very long. Swerve clears out Desperado, and Keith Lee just freaking slams Kanemaru. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah. Uh, Swerve Lee. What's their tag team? <laughs> uh, Swerve in their glory. Swerve in their glory. They win the match. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen that spot where the big guy, they're both in submissions, and the big guy grabs the, the other, other little opponent. guy to throw yeah. on the other guy. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. No, this stuff. match it's was fine. I like this up. match. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. After the match, we see a spotlight that goes up to one of the luxury boxes, and it's Powerhouse Hob and Ricky Starks up there. Uh, they berate uh, Swerve and Keith Lee for a bit from the luxury box, but that's really all that is. So we'll see something yeah. down the line. We, we, we got to see that match again, because the only time we've it. ever seen that match before, um, Hobbs and Starks won it. So I think this time... This time, if they win it again, I think we're going to get a breakup with Keith Lee and, and Swerve. Yeah, yeah. All right, last match on the pre-show. It's the eight-man tag match featuring the L.A. Dojo guys of the Donkey Kong Country, Kevin Knight, Alex Coughlin, and Yuya Uemura Yay. Uh, versus uh, Max Caster and the Three Gun Club guys. <laughs> so uh, Billy and Dalton and Calton and Schmeckel and whatever their names yep. are. Yep. So... Uh, here we go. Now Danhausen comes on the video screen and he says, I've got a gift for the gun club. But really, it's just a song. They play that the, song. The Butt Boys. Yeah, the, the Butt Boys song. And they say, and in the song, I don't know if they played that part on TV, but they, in the song, if you listen to it online, is it's okay. It's not cursing. Yeah. That's their yeah. real name. Yeah. <laughs> like their grandma is grandma. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He had to He had to make sure he made that uh, that clear so that we wouldn't. Yeah. Now, uh, this angers Colton and Dalton or whatever their names are, and they run back to the locker room looking for Dan House. So they're not even in the they're match in at all. 
Yeah. yeah. So this is it's a handicap two. match with four young lions against yeah. two other people. That's fine. It's good. Yeah. I know. I'm saying that's just, it's just, it's hilarious to me. Yeah. Yeah. The LA Dojo, they take charge of this, but eventually Billy Gunn tags in and he just clears house. Oh my God. They made him into the monster that he thinks he is. Yeah. You got to admit for his age, he looks. Oh, he looks great. And, and he's, he still can do things and he's bigger than almost anybody in the company. Yeah. That's funny. But the ending's what got me. Yeah. Yeah, We get a famouser to the Donkey Kong country. And then, um, Max (laughs) Caster comes in with a mic drop. Yep. And, uh, one, two, three, uh, the, Gun boys the two if guys. Billy Gunn the... starts to like them more than his own kids. This is going to. Well, be that's they're, they, we're already mean. doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. saying that is just such it's a fun such story. a great story. Yeah. He likes his adopted kids more than his his <laughs> birth children, <laughs> and this was this was wonderful that those two guys, one of them being an old man from the 80s um, or 90s, whatever you want to say, just beat four young lions, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So that ends our pre-show. Uh, now we're going to go to the regular show, and we'll start with our first match. And it's a trios match, or six-man tag, whatever you want to call it. It is Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki Woo. facing off against Shota Umino, Wheeler Utah, and Eddie Kingston. Okay, before we even start, I love this match. I could watch this match five more times today. Why was this so good? It's fantastic. Well, there's something on the line. Whichever team wins this match will have the advantage of blood That's and right. on Wednesday. That's right. So we're booking ahead. So I like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that JR isn't out here yet. So uh, we can actually hear the crowd sing Kaze Dinare without him battling. Talking over it. Yeah. About- and that was there awesome. And so it was a nice moment. And this crowd, everybody knew it. That's the best part about this is if they bought a ticket to the show, they know the wrestlers. So everybody in the crowd knows everybody. And I love it. Yeah. Right. I was I was watching this with somebody who doesn't watch wrestling a lot, and I told them what's so kind of refreshing about this pay per view is I know everybody in the audience is a complete mark. Yep, everybody is just into wrestling because yep. you're well, not there are. if you're not into wrestling. They are big time. Yeah. Um, as Shota Umino approaches the ring, we're reminded now how Jericho attacked him. What like a they year show? Ago? This was years yeah. ago. This was like yeah. four years ago. This was right. Um, in it, Jericho is wrestling, and all of a sudden, Red Shoes is down. And Umino, when he was a young lion, was trying to help Red Shoes. And Jericho grabbed Umino and beat the crap out of him and put him in the walls. And it, in fact, yeah. in the Lion Tamer. Right. Yeah. Red Shoes is his dad. So he's looking after his dad there. Yeah. There's so many stories. Every time somebody tagged in, you're like, oh, he's going to wrestle that yeah. other guy. And you're like, I oh, couldn't I wait. And they gave us yeah. the one we all wanted the most. <laughs> and God, a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. My only gripe was I wish they would have reminded us of that Jericho Umina or that Jericho Shoda thing like earlier in the week or on a previous show. Yeah, but uh, look yeah. at look what happens. Anyway. What happens later in the show means that that is continuing right. and that's awesome. It's yeah, for sure. So the match starts and we get a Utah chant, which is it's insane. Is, yeah. It just reminds me, you know, I I'll go on record and say nobody has had a bigger turnaround in the last year than Utah. He's uh, fantastic. We were now. covering him on New Japan Strong last summer. 
thinking, yeah. you know, hey, Yuta, will you ever win? It was all will you ever win. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah. when one Brian Danielson goes to the ring and goes, hey, Moxley, what if we formed a faction and took in these kids and did this stuff? And we were like, ha, ha, ha. They're just going to wrestle each other and not do anything with it. And now look where we are. Right. Yeah. <sighs> he, he impressed at the best of Super Junior. And now he's here and he's he gets a huge ovation because he drops about a half dozen German suplexes on. Oh, Chris my Jericho. God. And the crowd is just freaking out like on their feet for Utah. I yep. couldn't believe it, it was, was really so good. The good yeah. thing is all the time in wrestling or whatever, you will find somebody who's like, oh, I knew that if you ever meet any, anybody that knew says, oh, I knew this was going to happen. You're you know they're liars. There's no they're way liars. you can predict no, things anymore. No. no. It, right. it was just, it was like, oh my God, this is real. You can predict what's going to happen today or next week. But if you tell me that years ago you watched Wheeler Yuta and you thought he was <laughs> yes. in this in this combat years, club. Not even years ago when, when giving, he first came out with the best friends. That yeah. Thought this giving Jericho yeah. six German suplexes and an <laughs> angle slam. Like, he no, was, shut up. With the crowd he, going crazy for it. Yeah, he was like the young line of the best friends because Statlander yep. would beat him up on being the elite every week. There you go. He and was the jobber. It's just a joke. Yeah. So now, good job. I love it. Yep. Our next combination here, <laughs> Minoru Suzuki and Eddie King. That's all anybody you know, wanted, and the crowd just was like berserk for this. Oh, yeah. They have a chop fest, and it's loud. Oh, it's Suzuki so good. Yeah, Suzuki eventually wins with a <sighs> forearm, which he should. Uh, the crowd starts chanting Suzuki's name, which you know, I just love to hear that. I, I can't wait till we can hear the crowd chanting think, in Japan. And right, and we then. might get that next month at the G1, but think about how happy yeah. you have to be if you're Suzuki and there are the, <laughs> the crowd this big and they're chanting and they're yeah. cheering for you. This has got to feel so amazing after they haven't heard yeah. this. They haven't heard this in Japan since what? The end of 2019, beginning of yeah, 2020? Yeah. 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 And yep. three years ago, did you think he ever would have thought he would be in America with people? Chanting? No, doing this? Not no way. Knowing him and loving the gimmick and being like, nope. Right. So silly. Yeah, that's great. It's crazy. Now, Shota comes in, and I can't wait till his excursion is over. Oh, my God. I love a Shota. He's so um, much fun. Yeah. Yeah. After a bunch of action, he, he tags in, but then Jericho hits the code breaker to Shota, Shota kicks out at two. Think about how Jericho won titles and and pinned a million people with that in WWE and Shooter yeah. just kicked out of the code breaker. That's awesome. Yeah. He's got that he's got that Moxley Moxie Moxley. So good uh, going on. And by the way, yeah. we should mention Every that um when it was supposed to be Punk versus Tanahashi, this match wasn't supposed to be Eddie it was supposed to be Moxley. So we should tell oh, people okay. that. So that would make sense because he's the yeah. shooter, you know, he was his yep. young lion kind of yeah. boy uh, escort, so, se yep. second, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, we're supposed to be Moxley um, and Umino in a match together. So, yeah. So this gets kind of crazy. Everybody is paired off, you know, punching each other outside the ring. Uh, Sammy then hits Shoda in the back with a baseball bat. Yuck. Uh, Jericho comes over with the Judas effect, but Shota ducks it. Uh, he hits Jericho with a tornado DDT and a brain buster. <laughs> My God. That gets a, gets a two count. And then he puts Jericho in the walls of Jericho. or Boston That was Crab awesome. Or, or Lion Tamer or whatever you want to call it. 
and the crowd goes crazy for this too. So they love them some shooter. But um, poor Suzuki didn't. He uh, got lost, and so he comes in the ring, he did get lost and you here. think he's gonna do something, but he doesn't. And then he goes, yeah, he got very lost in this part. There was some people getting lost tonight. We'll talk about that too. And that's fine. Um, there was a lot. Um, but yeah, Sammy and Suzuki come in for the save. Then Suzuki hits the gotch pile driver onto Eddie. Um, he was facing the wrong way, but that's all right. Um, oh, but all night Suzuki didn't give an F where the camera was. Yep. No, no. He was just and let's, what he does. And let's yeah. explain that too, because in New Japan, there is not ever anything taught about a hard camera because the cameraman, it's a sport. It's considered a sport. So the cameramen run to where you are. So it's their job. Yeah. To yes. If action, you're not right. facing a hard camera, it's because they're doing it as a sports presentation and it's supposed to be realistic. So yeah. the other cameramen are supposed to run to the other side and get the shot. So it does seem more natural that way than like when you pin a guy, you have to like jump. Yes, over his body exactly. To pin him in an inconvenient way. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's, that's the that whole story. Right back. Yes. Right back would instantly you always had to it just always looked weird yep um, you know beyond just being ryback but yeah um so shota fights back against sammy and suzuki but here it is jericho comes in and gets the the judas effect onto shota so one two three jericho wins he pins shota umino which has implications we'll talk about that later but man the crowd was hot for this match um, and it was it delivered. It was a good. good wow! It oh that this match over delivered completely. This was ridiculous. This yeah. should have just been a match. Yes, it's exciting to see Suzuki against Eddie and all that. But this should have just been a match, and been we would have been like that was great. Instead, it was. <laughs> this could have been a main event anywhere. This was awesome. But, I was but what I really enjoyed. Out. What I really enjoyed about this match was it was it because uh, it was the first match. This introduced you to what tonight was about. Yes. There was stories crossing over from brands and everything. You couldn't have got a yeah. better intro match to what we're doing. On this it was day. a good one. Yeah. How much fun was that? And somehow Sammy Guevara was just kind of like not featured very much in this match. Right. And he didn't need to um, be yeah. at all. So, yep. Really good stuff. So now we get a video package, which promotes the tag team titles match, which is next. So, this is a three-way tag team match for not only the ROH World uh, Championship, but the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team. Which means we're guaranteed so a title change to, for a title yep. to go from one guy to another in the wrong com- right. wrong title to wrong company. We are going to get that right now, no matter what. Right. That was exciting yeah, for me right there. Yeah. FTR is defending the ROH titles and Jeff Cobb and Great O'Connor are defending the IWGP uh, heavyweight titles. Awesome. And then uh, Rapongi Vice, which is, you know, Rocky Romero. And, and I'm Rapongi Vice. Yeah. <laughs> They're hoping for two titles tonight. So we'll see what happens. Yep. Oh, out comes Caprice Coleman. Good. He's going to make this a four man booth. And FTR, wow, they get a huge pop from the crowd, much more than the other two teams. And I start <clears> to <throat> have a common thought throughout the show, and that is. I'm glad that this ex WWE wrestler or team finally gets treated the way they ought to be treated. Um, we see that happen quite a bit tonight. Uh, and it's not just tonight. It's been done. for quite a while. It's been, yeah. you know, when they decided to, to make him wrestle with CM Punk against each other, they're making them very, very important. FTR are very important yeah. here and they yeah. totally deserve it. And they're getting they're getting right. more respect than they ever have, and they're showing off how 
just how talented they are more than and, ever. And so. you and you see the results of all that with the crowd response to them tonight. Yeah, uh, very good. They never got I never got a pop like this. No, uh, before this night. Uh, so it's great. Uh, so the rules of this match is it's only two guys uh, legally in at any one. It's time. that dumb so, thing where you have to tag. You can tag other people that aren't in your team. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, I don't. I would rather it be one person from each team. Yep, but, uh, that's the way it is. So this match starts off great, and then we get an awkward moment early on where uh, it's Rocky and Dax in the ring, and Dax runs the ropes to drop an elbow onto Rocky. And he hits the elbow and then comes up with a limp left arm. Oh no! His left shoulder. So everything kind of stops. They they take him to the back, and now Cash Wheeler has to work alone. So no, they did and a really then, good job of making this look legit. Yes, they did, and it's only TK would be lunatic enough to say, "There's 500 injuries. Let's do a fake injury story." And then also, <laughs> freaking Kevin Kelly right. confusing everybody, saying. Oh, Cash Wheeler went to the back. Yeah. And then yeah, everybody's like thinking, that, that's not right. He didn't go to the back. Yeah. So thanks. He also called Ty Conti but, Tay. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think Kevin's really Ty up Conti. on the. A- yeah. He's not really up on the AEW. Not, not, not all of them, no. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, at this point, the error is kind of taken out of this match without Dax because the crowd, you know, the crowd is thinking, oh my God, another injury. They can't believe it. Is- and also, I felt like we were being robbed and I said, unless this is a work and he comes right back out and he yeah. says, I still want to wrestle. We're getting ripped off. So, yeah, right. Uh, United Empire dominate most of this match. The crowd is sad. Very um, cash even has to tag in Trent in a moment of desperation. <laughs> um, but like you said, after about five or six minutes, out, out comes Dax again with a Good. heavily taped shoulder. Good. We're told that he's, you know, he has a shoulder disconnection or what do you call that? Dislocated <laughs> shoulder disconnection. Dis- disconnected. <laughs> His shoulder internet is down. Yes. Um, and he comes back. So the crowd again cheers really loudly for this. Uh, Trent and Dax now kind of team up and work together and they suplex Cobb from the second rope. Um, and then Cash actually jumps over Trent to splash Cobb in the middle of the ring, which yeah. is kind of cool. You know, no fists, no flips, just fists, right? Uh, yes. No, he does a jump off the top row. So very <laughs> cool. Um, Rocky and Trent double-team Cobb, and they hit the strong zero on him, but they can't get the pin. Um, and then Dax tags in again. After a bunch of roll-up attempts by Rocky, FTR hit the big rig on Rocky, and one, two, three, FTR are the champions. They're now twice. triple champions. Yeah. But well, this they is, got the triple A too, don't they? Yeah. Yes. It, this was a three-way tag match where all three ta- tag teams came out looking good. My God. This this was, yeah, yeah everybody looked Even, awesome. And, and it's I, always how, it's like Rapongi Vice is always, really, Rapongi Vice, but they always come out and you're like, oh yeah, Rapongi Vice is yeah. a real team. And the theme of the night, I think, was everybody in the matches, even the people you thought were just jobbers, came out looking awesome. True. Yeah, it was. I watched it twice. I I enjoyed it so much. I so good. It's so good. Yeah. Okay, let's go backstage now, and we're gonna talk to Juice Robinson and Jay White. Oh, Juice now, is there. Juice fake fake U.S. title, Juice. everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's holding the the IWGP United States uh, Heavyweight Championship. 
Um, he says he's the real champion. No. And this match that's coming up is really <laughs> just a number one contender. What a joke. Title, so. <laughs> he's being a jerk. Juice the jerk. But I, I like the new juice myself so far. Yeah. We'll see how this goes. Jay White gets a chance to talk, and he just says he's going to win his match. So yep. uh, not much going on there. So let's go into our third match. This is the four-way match for the All-Atlantic Championship. The new title that makes so much sense. But here it is. Now, I really wasn't big on this championship until I saw the four guys who were going to be in this match originally. Um, uh, as you know, Tomohiro Ishii was supposed to be in this match, but he uh, got injured. So yep. now Clark Connors is taking his place. Yep. <laughs> we learned that Clark Connors had the great achievement of beating Hanma. <laughs> To huh. qualify for this My God. But you have uh, to admit, I think it was a better fit because it added something to this match. Yes. Think about how serious the other comp- uh, opponents were. It really made me enjoy this match so much more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't lose anything. I, I would have loved to see Ishii in here, but we did not. Well, it wasn't Connors put that. in here because he didn't beat anybody? I thought, I thought that Ishii beat Hanma. Did I imagine that? I'm I'm always going to trust you over me, but I thought they. Said I think that's right. I could be wrong. Okay, we'll have to research that. Either yeah. way, here's Connors. It's Clark Connors versus Pack versus Malachi Black or Malachi Black if you're Taz. Oh my God, Taz! Uh, and then he infects Kevin Kelly, who now starts calling him Malachi. Yeah, yeah, and um, and then also versus Miro. So uh, this kind of has been built as Miro's title to lose. Um, mm-hmm. it's uh, he's kind of been the favorite. I think it's it's been great watching. Yeah, I basically this, so let's see what when this match first started, I said Miro's probably going to win, but I'd rather have Pack win. That's what I said. So yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, and of course, Clark Connors is fresh from the the Best of Super Junior tournament, fresh so, from the farm. Uh, yes, and probably hopefully not a Super Junior anymore. Yeah, also it's, not sure how Clark was ever in the Super Juniors to begin with. So whatever, <laughs> not sure. Big man. All right, so now, uh, because Clark's here, we kind of know who's going to take the pinfall in this mm-hmm. match, maybe, but we'll see. Um, there's a neat moment here where Malachi has uh, Clark in a leg submission. So Miro just reaches under the ropes and, gla- and grabs Clark by the hair and just kind of drags him out of the ring onto the floor. Um, kind of brutal, but Miro was saving the match doing that. Yeah. Um, outside the ring, Malachi finds a table. He props it up against the ring barrier. And everybody fights outside the ring until, whoa, Connors, he spears Miro through the table. So It was great. Connors, get, he gets his shine on at that moment. He he spears Pac. He hits Pac with the trophy kill. And that's his finishing move. So one, two, but oh, oh Malachi barely breaks up, up that pinfall. Yeah. Yeah, it was close. For just a split second, I thought, really? This would be so cool if they gave it? Oh, yeah. And yes, uh, I'm sorry. It was Ishii Ishi beat Clark Connors, and then he beat. I'm looking New Japan Road, June 21st. So yeah, it looks like. Yeah, he did beat Connors, and I guess Hanma. But the point is, it didn't matter because Connors, Connors, even though he lost his match, still is in the thing because everybody else is dead. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, whatever. You know, when the when the president and the vice president and the secretary and all the people die and you have to go down to 
what's her name? Laura from Battlestar Galactica. She's like number 28. That's on the true. List. Someone's got to be present. That's true. Anyhow. Um, yeah, the, the crowd starts chanting, let's go Clark. What that was awesome. Heck? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by this point, Miro has recovered from his table injury, and he comes into the ring and just clears everybody out. He hits the game or he puts the game over on on pack, but pack reaches the ropes. So Miro drags him back into Love the center it. and puts it on him again. And I think, oh, this is it. This is where it ends. Pack's going to pass out or tap out. But no, here comes Malachi and he spits the black mist. Yep. Notice qualification. Yep. Right. May as well. And then Malachi or, and then um, he puts the Juji Katami on Connors uh, pack. Climbs at the top rope and does a 450 splash onto Malachi to break that up. Wonderful. And then Pack puts the Brutalizer onto Connors, who immediately taps My out. So Pack is the first All Atlantic champion. Perfect so first champ. Perfect. That match was wonderful. I, I mean, we'll never know what it would have been like with Ishii. It would have been awesome, I bet, because it's Ishii. Yeah. But wow, the replacement they put in there was great. And that match was awesome. And what perfect, perfect champ. I, I, that match was exactly what I wanted out of a title match for a title. I don't care about. Yep. Me too. uh, Clark shows us he's ready. He can really good. And he should not be a junior. I'll tell you that right now. No, no, definitely not. Um, And again, I have that thought. Look at this pack. Ex WWE guy who wasn't getting any love over there. And yep, and he's this. like it's freaking he's superhero good. here. Yep, and not Mighty Mouse. Yeah. Not that kind of superhero. <laughs> right, right. Not almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the crowd chants, "You deserve it." So really right. good, very good. All right, now look at this. Tony Schiavone is coming out to commentary. So he tells us he was in the back massaging Jr.'s leg, and he really was. Like if you don't know about this, okay. So, so it's sad because remember Jr. had skin cancer and then he got all that radiation and that really like wore his life force down big time which is what it does and but it then it cures him of the cancer the problem is where the cancer was it's this basically hole in his leg like a lesion it's like the size of an orange it's the size of like almost like a bigger than a baseball it's not good it's real bad um and it won't heal so he has to have this thing completely like wrapped up and whatever, but then he's overcompensating when he does anything because he's trying to keep the, the problems off of the one leg, but now you're using the other leg differently. It's, it's, it's a nightmare. It's not good for someone of his age or for someone of his condition or whatever. It's, it's bad. So that, that's sad. And I don't wish that upon anyone. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a bad situation. And I totally understand why JR was not on commentary all night because it would have been impossible. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Match number four here. We've got a trios match and this is going to be Shingo Takagi, Darby Allen and Sting versus the Young Bucks. That's Matt and Nick and El Fantasmo. Yeah. Uh, And they're going to have Hikaleo in their corner. And apparently the, the Shingo Darby Sting team is called Dudes with Attitudes. Dudes with Attitudes. If you remember, dude, remember yeah, Dudes with Attitudes, Larry? Yeah, Paul Heyman. No, that was the Dangerous Alliance. Oh. <laughs> no, we're talking no, like... Sting. Yeah. Sting and... Oh, who else was the dude Come on. With attitudes? 
Lex Luger. Lex. Junkyard Dog. Uh, no, was no okay. Yes. No, I'm if it was junky, no, I'm totally junkyard dog. Yeah, I think you're confused. This was back in, okay. this was back in 1990 in WCW. So this was really long ago, and junkyard dog. Yeah. Who was so. it? Sting and junkyard dog. I swear it was. Hold on. Yeah, no, Dudes. I no, I okay. Yeah. I'll look it up. Attitude WCW. Really I, thought, I thought the. I thought Hogan submitted this team through the hotline somehow. No, are you ready for this? 1990, Sting, Junkyard Dog, the Steiner Brothers, Lex Luger, Paul Orndorff, and El Gigante. (laughs) That's a fever dream. I know it is, but it's absolutely real. We saw him in a New Japan retro not too long ago. Yes, it was only for the Great American Bash, and that was it, and then they went away. Dudes with attitudes. Great. Well, when I look at these three guys, I'm not thinking dudes with attitudes, but there you go. Here's what here's what it says online. Debuted July 7th, 1990. Disbanded July 7th, 1990. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can't hold anybody responsible for not remembering. I'm surprised I even remember Junkyard yeah. Dog, so get out of here. I, this Pretty is ridiculous. 90? 90? 1990. 1990. This match, uh, going into this match, I'm thinking, all right, this will be our biggest letdown of the night because Hiromu couldn't make the trip. Sure, that is what it Uh, seemed like, didn't it? That's what I felt like going into it, but boy, did I get proven wrong here. Uh, Yeah. Um, Now, they announced Sting, but he doesn't come out. I was totally expecting the Bullet Club beat him up backstage. I did too. I thought so. Because, you know, they do the, the announcers do the thing, you know, where's Sting? Why isn't he coming out? And you think, thinking, oh, okay, let's go to the camera backstage and see yeah. the heap. But no. That's what I thought. That didn't happen. Instead, um, the, the Bucks come out and El Fantasmo comes out and they have Hikaleo with them. And then the lights go out. <gasps> and, oh, we see way up on the catwalk a little tiny Sting face up there. It's like, what? So I'm thinking, oh, God. Like, please don't Owen Hart yourself. That's what I thought. Exactly. Oh, that was I my thought, okay. exact thought. And but no, it was a fake sting because now two seconds later we see Sting jumping off the top of the entrance tunnel oh. onto everybody. My God, and he didn't land great. The Bucks no. did not catch him as good as they should have. So uh, he lived though. So that's good. Yeah. And this match gets into the ring and it starts off. And I my first thought again, my second thought here is, wow, I never thought I'd see Sting. And El Fantasmo and Shingo <laughs> in a ring. Well, the together. thing is, you look at this and you go, when Sting is in there with Shingo, Shingo must have thought, I would have never wrestled with Sting. Yeah. And when Sting yeah. is in there with Phantasmo, <laughs> Phantasmo's thinking, I would have never been in a ring with Sting ever. This is insanity yeah. that he's wrestling at 63 yeah. years old. So Yeah, these these guys are getting their, their career highlight. They're getting a very special American. moment here. And this is crazy yeah. that this is even real. It's fantastic. Yep. And here, here we go with the Taz mispronunciation again. He calls Shingo Takaji. Takaji. Remember say, my favorite wrestler. Yeah. Right. But wow, there's a lot of good spots in this match, including the El Fantasma shenanigan back rakes. Um, uh, but the crowd does it right because they build up the sound. You yep. Know, Whoa. And, and then the holy poop chant. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Even Matt Jackson does a ridiculous version of it. Oh, um, it's that was hilarious. His is funny. I've never seen that before. 
We see the Hekaleo. Well, I'm sorry. We see the Phantasmal thing every week or every yeah. night in New Japan, but we, I've never seen the young buck do it. That was awesome. Those, those stationary cartwheels. I didn't know. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Really funny. Really funny. So yeah, that, that gets a good moment there. Um, Shingo shines for a bit against Nick Jackson and then he tags in sting. So, uh, this is pretty good. Uh, then in comes El Phantasmo and he puts the purple nurple on to Sting. <gasps> I couldn't believe um, he would even attempt work. that. That was amazing. <laughs> it doesn't work on Sting. No. It. And uh, so now El Phantasmo is a little bit scared. Uh, Hikaleo distracts the referee so um, El Phantasmo can now punch Sting in the crotch. He did. Wow. It's just using all the dirty tricks on Sting and he's probably loving every second yeah. of it. Um, Everybody else gets some big shots in until now. Sting totally no sells a double super kick party from the Bucks, <laughs> and yeah, he just double clotheslines them, and the crowd just explodes for that. But too. it oh, was good because after he did the double clothes, he collapsed because he yeah, did because yeah, it was just the adrenaline Goldberg rush, Superman. and then you, it's over, right? Yeah, he wasn't yep. playing the Goldberg Superman. No, like, no, he's Sting. Yeah, his his temporary hit points ran out, and he collapsed. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty good. Um, a bunch of good stuff happens. Eventually, it's Sting and the Bucks again. Uh, Sting dodges the BTE trigger by making the Bucks kick each other in the yep. knee. And then this is where Sting kind of gets lost like Suzuki. He, yeah. he leaves the ring. He goes to the floor. in the ring to scare El Fantasmo. Right, so Fant- because Fantasmo, Fantasmo has his back to Sting, and he's supposed to think yeah. that Sting just got annihilated. So Sting, instead right. of turning around and doing the movie he's supposed to do... When poor uh, Phantasmo turns around, Sting goes to the floor and he's like, what am I doing again? And then he gets back he's in the a, ring yeah. and they have to redo it. It looked really dumb. Yeah, it looked. Dumb. He went down there to beat up on Nick Jackson and Nick Jackson, who's not on his team, says, you know, get back in. the Yeah. Ring. Hey, he totally his the spot. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so Sting's OK. He gets back in the ring and then he does the the scare to El Phantasmo. Yeah. Um, and he gives El Phantasmo the purple nurple. He sure does. So that was kind of funny. Um, Shingo comes in and he hits the pumping bomber on El Phantasmo, but uh, El Phantasmo kicks out at two. And then we get a really cool move. Uh, Shingo puts the Made in Japan. Have you ever seen him do this? But then he transitions it into a Last of the Dragon. Yeah. And it was great. One, that was two, awesome. Three, he pins El Phantasmo. That was great. And boy, that was a fun match. Yep. I enjoyed that a lot. And Kevin Kelly pointed out the big storyline thing where he needed to not use his third best finisher, not his second best finisher, but his real finisher to beat El Phantasmo now that Phantasmo's a heavyweight in the G1. Yeah, that's true. Amazing. Because we've been seeing in, in some of the preliminary matches during Best of Super Junior and other places where... Uh, you know, Shingo would win with a pumping bomber. He sure. Might win with 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 um, made in Japan. Uh, made in Japan. But you can't yeah. beat so. somebody who's supposed to be at your level now with that. Right. It's never going to work. Yeah. It's just so smart, especially on a especially on a, a, a prime show like this. Yep. You have to bring the best moves. Really, so really cool. fun. Tony tells us he had to go backstage to talk to Shota, so that's where he is now. Oh He's no, Shota Umino. Um, and you know, just barely gets part of a question out and here comes Chris Jericho and uh, Matt Menard and Angelo. What's his name? Cool uh, hand. And cool hand Ange. Yeah. Uh, Jericho says, you know, Shoda, you really earned my respect tonight. And, you know, I just wanted to tell you 
you've got my respect. And then Matt Menard says, oh, yeah, you got our respect, all the respect. And then Hulan Ange has got his switchblade comb. Yep. And he says, yeah, you got my respect, too. And Umino turns around to talk to Jericho, and a fireball hits <gasps> Umino right in the face. And Chris just kind of looks at the camera. He doesn't even say he's a wizard. He just has that psycho look that he does. You know, he walks away. if they never cross paths for a year, you can do a Jericho against Shooter match at the next Forbidden Door in a year. Oh, yeah. 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 But you, you like that story was such a good part of that, that six man match. Yeah. And it was so neat that we, we got to see something backstage about it. It was very cool. And we know this won't be forgotten. This will come up again. Like you said, a year from now, a year and a half from now, whenever it is, it'll happen. Kingdom. Yep. When you, when you forget that Shota's not there and he, that might be how he comes back from excursion. Maybe he shows up and that's a good point. Um, uh, it'll be I, I'm looking forward to it, but I know I'm going to forget it, and then I'll be surprised when it happens. So, um, good good stuff. Can't wait. Okay, match number five. This will be for the AEW Women's Championship match. This is the only match that doesn't really have a forbidden door connotation to it. But and if you know Tony Tony Khan did want to do a Stardom crossover for yeah. this, but everybody no, I don't think anybody in Stardom right now even has a working visa, so they couldn't even come over. But did we, okay. would we have time for that? Maybe one match. No, instead of this, like it would be Thunder Rosa against yeah. somebody from stardom like that. Oh, well, right. anything would have been better than this. But. Unfortunately, <laughs> this match was good, but you're right. This was the weakest link of the whole oh, show. Yeah. And that's because crowd. Tony Storm, I want her to be better. Yeah. They even mentioned about how back in 2016, um, she was in stardom and she was something and they they talk about that a little bit, how she was a champion in Japan and she started wrestling at 13. What happened to that Tony Storm? It, it sounds like they made it up. If you watched her, I know. you would think they were lying about it. I know. Her. Yeah. We didn't get to see how good she was in Japan, so maybe it was just <laughs> maybe not a great show. Well, Rosa's face paint is exceptional tonight, and I'm hoping that's not the best part of this match. But let's see. Oh, no. The crowd is vocal here. They just want a good women's match uh, because those are rare these days. Um, but yeah, Tony Storm, Thunder Rosa, they fight for a bit. They end up outside the ring. Uh, Rosa hits the Northern Light suplex to Tony on the on the floor, and then um, Tony uses a tornado DDT to Rosa on the floor. So they're banged up a bit. They get back in the ring. Uh, Tony Storm uses her hip attack onto Rosa in the corner. Ooh. That looked pretty good. Yeah, and another tornado DDT, but Rosa kicks out at two, and then um, Thunder Rosa does the Death Valley Driver followed by the Thunder, the Fire Thunder Driver. Yeah, and that gets a two count. Storm now that gets a two that. count, which means that I think Tony Storm's first person to kick out of that. If she's not, I, that would be a shock to me. But that means that's not her finisher anymore. Right. Um. Thunder Rosa hits a, a final reckoning. It just looks like a suplex with a corkscrew or something. It's, I don't know. It's a, a not as good version of uh, that. The sad thing is that Connemaro and you can't believe I'm going to say this, but Peyton Royce both do it better. It's supposed <laughs> uh-huh. to be like it's the touch out. It's supposed to be like a, a twisting uh, either suplex or DD or um, uh, brain buster. But instead, it right. just looked like it was like, oh, that, OK, she hit it. It wasn't a lot of impact to the move. No. Uh, but one, two, three, Thunder Rosa wins and retains the wow, title. Wow, with a weird move. She stole 
Goldust yeah. move. That's really strange ending. This, this match, it's. I mean, yes, every other match is fantastic, but still, this. It's the only women's match. It really should have been something. I know. It should have been better. But they again, for ten minutes. Whatever. This is probably the best we'll get from Tony Storm, though. I think I'm just not sold on her. Well, now she's back of the line. I don't know what she's gonna do now. So. They not shake my hands problem. after the match, and that's it. Now, out comes good old JR, and poor Kevin Kelly, they make him shove over to the end of the desk. So now we got the four-man <laughs> booth, oh boy. Yeah, that's what happens. Match number six, this is for the IWGP United States Championship match. Now, that's heavyweight, United States Heavyweight Championship match. Yeah. And uh, Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy are going to fight it out. Now, Will Ospreay is the champion, but he doesn't have a championship. Of course. Because, because rock hard Juice Robinson is keeping it hostage. They show now, him. They show He's sitting up in the, in the skybox yep. or whatever. They're up there laughing and having a good old time. This match. Wow, this match. Oh, this, boy. Th- again, it, this is another one where it was like, we knew it was going to be good. When you think of opponents for Will Ospreay, maybe Orange Cassidy never uh, even came to mind. Maybe because no, he was on the injured list, whatever. But as soon as I thought about that clash, clash of styles, I needed this match. And I think this match <clears throat> was fantastic. Again, I, 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 I'm a broken record with these matches tonight being so good, but another one, just a home run. I know this is yeah. crazy. I think this was my favorite match of the night. It was so good. Yeah. Easily could be easily. Uh, I like all these matches because we're not getting any copy and paste stuff. All these matches are just unique. They're all unique, they're all exactly. Good too. So, boy, this one starts with Orange wrestling with his hands in his pocket. He starts off just making a fool of Osprey with with the hands in his pockets yep. to start. Osprey's just annoyed with even, him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Orange even mocks that that uh, back handspring pose that Osprey and Ricochet do all the yep. time. <laughs> which is really funny. Um, okay, but eventually Osprey has had enough of this. He gets control. He puts Cassidy in an abdominal stretch, and then Osprey reaches into Cassidy's pocket. And what does he find in there? <laughs> oh, it's a middle finger. That was awesome. Off what a great gimmick. It was awesome, yeah. Uh, then Osprey belittles Orange by doing those uh, what are the Kawada kicks. Kawada kicks, yep. Face. Yeah. And then eventually Orange returns the favor with his own. Uh, but his version are very lackluster. He's <laughs> barely kicking. Osprey does not face. like this at all. He's getting so... You can see the rage yep. just smoking out of his ears at That's this amazing. point. It's fantastic. Cassidy reverses a suplex attempt into the stun dog millionaire. Then he hits a Michinoku driver, but that only gets a, a two count. And Orange, is he's on fire at this point. He's just all over the place. He's doing acai moonsaults to Aussie Open, but it wasn't a moonsault. It was like a senton, a flipping senton or something. It was crazy. Then uh, Orange climbs up and delivers a top rope diving DDT to Osprey. <laughs> it was a deep impact. It's Connemaro's, one of Connemaro's finishers. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Deep impact. And it really spiked Osprey yep. nicely. And that, that gets a, another two count. And then Orange grabs Osprey's face and slams it into the ring post camera. <laughs> he broke it. <laughs> yeah, it just went blurry like the death scene from a you know first person version of that. That's good. Um, 
And after he does that, he kind of, um, Orange kind of feigns death, falling on the mat, making noise like, like he was dying. Osprey kind of didn't know what was going on. He heard it. He turns around and he sees Orange on the mat and thinks, okay, I'll, I'll get him here. So he he does this like double moonsault missing twice and then a, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it's it. It's three just, flips into some knees. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really incredible. Um, Cassidy hits the beach break onto um, uh, Osprey and it gets a three count, but no. The referee pulls a New Japan ref move and he slows yep. down his hand for the He's third like, count. not quite. And the crowd is angry. <laughs> yeah. The crowd's screaming. You can see them all back there going, wait, that's three. Yeah. Because you know, they want Orange to win this. Um, Osprey hits the Os cutter. That only gets a two count. Uh, that used to be his finisher. It's not anymore. Yep. He tries the Stormbreaker onto Orange Cassidy, but Orange reverses that into a Hurricane Rana, a really good looking one. Um, and that gets a two count. Then a hidden play by Osprey. That's his new finishing move. Um, but Cassidy kicks out and he gives Whoa. a thumbs up as he's kicking out. So, wow. Osprey is incredibly enraged right now. So he hits the Stormbreaker at last. And one, two, three, Osprey retains the, the championship. Awesome. But it, uh, I, I, again, I think my favorite match of the night. I so bought into so many of those near pins. <sighs> I didn't care who won the match at the end, but man, it was fantastic. And that's the Will Ospreay I've wanted to see since he yep. <laughs> It was great. So good. Yeah, it was. So glad that he was able to recover from his, his kidney infection and all that and come back and do yeah. this stuff. Because uh, the show was better off for him being there. And um, wow, where do we go from here? Like, how do we follow that? Well, well, after the match, the United <laughs> Empire come to the to the ring and they beat up Orange Cassidy. Rapongi Vice come out for the save, but they also get beat up. And then we hear a guitar strum. <gasps> and oh, it's Katsuyori Shibata's. Oh music. my God. Why is Shibata there? Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, grown men are climaxing in the crowd to the sound of it. It's just insane. Out comes Shibata for the save. The crowd is going crazy. Shibata decimates Aussie Open and he comes face to face with Osprey. He does a pump kick to Osprey's face and then just unloads a ton of strikes to Osprey. He does his drop kick to the corner onto Osprey and puts him in that rear naked choke or that sleeper hold or whatever it is. And then Osprey just kind of escapes. They uh, also open help him escape from that. And Shibata just sits in his cross-legged pose in the middle of the ring, and just stares I... Osprey down as the United Empire retreat. Are we getting United States title match with Shibata? Is this real? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh my God! The crowd chants Shibata's name. I... <laughs> uh, he and Orange Cassidy are standing up, facing each other. What's going to happen here? Orange pulls out his sunglasses. He's about to put them on, but no, he turns them around and he puts the sunglasses <laughs> onto Shibata. It's ridiculous. And then just leans on his shoulder and gives the thumbs up pose. And wow, what a what a! And Shibata doesn't know what to make of this, and it's very funny. It's fantastic. Oh, I love every second of of this whole segment. It's very, this was very surreal. And so I have to ask again, where do we go from here? How can we follow that? Oh, okay. Let's find out. <laughs> All right. Well, our next match is uh, supposed to be Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson. But as you know, Brian Danielson is, is not fit. He can't compete, but he's guaranteed us a suitable opponent that will wow us. So, okay. Match number seven. Out comes Zack Sabre Jr. 
He's full of Zachness, yelling at the crowd, cussing him out, calling him oh, things yeah. I can't repeat here. Um, but I, I'd love to hear him talking. Um, and then we hear some music, and the crowd goes crazy, but the camera's not on the entrance. No, way, so, so we don't, don't know, know who it is, is. yet. Like, who is this? And then finally the camera goes to the screen at the ramp, and we see a Swiss flag. And I know immediately, oh, and then his name comes up. It's Claudio Castagnoli. Wow. And I just start to think, yes, Claudio's back. I've been wanting this for a long time since February. And then I think, oh, Claudio's going to fight Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, man, this is going to be the best and, thing. And ever. Claudio's in the Blackpool Combat Club. And then, yes. oh, Claudio's in Blood and Guts. Oh, what? Yeah, oh, my God. didn't hit me till later. So you can just <laughs> poop your pants. So. I don't know through this and it whole makes match. so much sense because it's somebody who can do technical wrestling, but a giant, yep. strong guy. But he's a fighter. Yeah, had to be him. Yeah. 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 And yeah. he gets to keep his real name. We don't have to be Cesaro or Antonio or right. whatever he was. Other bullcrap. Yeah. So he, he comes to the ring and this is where AEW shines. They always do these little tiny things. Yep. I love this. Not everybody's going to understand you, this, but yes. Yeah. If you saw it and you definitely saw it and you thought, what what's going on here? But here's what happened. He stands next to a cameraman who's like in all black, totally covered up. Yes. Because, and he poses with him. Yes. Because the fans have been saying for months. Yeah, that, that that's Claudio. This cameraman is Claudio in yes. disguise. And Claudio. They're like, oh, he's just that. hiding. So he's, he's just waiting. Yeah. And it was like. So he poses with that same cameraman. And you can look at him. They're the same build. They're almost identical. <laughs> Very so, close. And, but, but yeah, that yeah, was funny. But, that was a nice touch. But it's great. Yeah, so Claudio's he's paying attention. He's doing that, so that's mm. great. All right. Well, already Claudio is more important in AEW than he ever was in WWE. I know. Oh, um, all I I was terrified because my WWE kicked in. I just thought Sheamus would either gonna come out and tag with him or fight. Because <laughs> I've only seen Claudio wrestle Sheamus for four years now. And yeah. Uh, or they'll squash him like they do with so many other guys. Yes. Don't worry. Yeah. It's not no Seamus. No, the bell rings and Claudio springs in action super fast. Just clocks Zach with a European uppercut. And by the way, Zach, that's how you do a Europeans uppercut. Not yes. The way you do it. Um, and then Claudio hits him with the neutralizer. I'm like, oh, right away, which over. was awesome to yeah. me because I knew what that meant. I knew that's, that's my junky WWE move. That is not yep. my finisher anymore. That was wonderful. Yep. And it's he's either retiring it or now it's just a setup move. But yep. one, two, no. Zach kicks out of that. And if this crowd hasn't been already going insane, they are now. Yeah. Um, and now we're underway. This match gets going and Zach gets to work next. He's working on Claudio's right arm. And Zach's doing all the joint manipulation stuff that Zach does incredibly well. Um, he tries his lame European uppercuts onto Claudio, but it, they're totally stupid. And so Claudio just shrugs him off. And uh, Zach puts on the Jujigatami uh, and Claudio picks him up like he's going to powerbomb him. And then a scary moment happens where they both go tumbling over the top rope. <laughs> and I thought Claudio just spiked the top of his head yeah. on the apron, but uh, he, he, he did not. So good. But as they fall to the floor... Zach still has the Jujigatami on to Claudio. So they never released the hole. It was really great. And so Claudio picks him up again and just walks Zach up the ring steps and throws him over the top rope into yeah, the ring. He just showed oh, the strength so thing. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. Crowd's going crazy. They want the giant swing. So Claudio goes for it, but Zach wiggles away from it because 
he's uh, he's a jerk and he's not going to give you what you want. Um, finally, Claudio does get the swing going, but his arm hurts too much, so he's only good for like five revolutions. That's still good. He still um, did it. It's still good. Yep. Uh, he gets the sharpshooter. Zach counters that into a heel hook. Looked really good. That was awesome. Yeah. Claudio hits Zach with some uppercuts, uh, but then Zach smiles and asks for more. So, wow, this is getting ramped up. Uh, Zach uses a nice European clutch. Uh, he does that sometimes, and he gets a two count out of that. Um, but now Claudio does a pop-up European uppercut, and then the Ricola bomb. Ricola! <laughs> awesome. That took Claudio me back. Wins. My God. He needs better music, though. I don't like his ring music. That his much, music's but, all right. Yeah. yeah. But, but oh, my it, God. It was so it wasn't just the crowd was into this. They were so happy for someone who gets they what were he deserves. It. They were happy, but they were happy for him. Yes. Yeah, they were. Because because was this the best Claudio match I've ever seen? Probably not. Was this the best Zack Sabre match I've ever seen? Definitely not. But was this no. awesome? Yes. Did Claudio get his yeah. moment? Yes. This was all about the moment and all about the... Now we can see the future of this man and his future is super bright. Yeah. This is like watching your friend or some relative that you really like who's been yes. just struggling for so long to make it. And then the joy you get from watching them finally make it. somebody That's I met like was. almost 18 years ago who. Yeah. Yeah. For you. you would yeah. have, would, would you have ever jokes. thought this would happen? And it's just took <laughs> this long and but had totally had worth no it. Reason, no reason. No he reason. He couldn't have been pushed. In no, no they botched it. They botched it again. But on yeah. purpose, not even I botching know. it accidentally. Just like, I, I know. know. Cause they saw the reaction he was getting there from the crowd. He was getting pops <clears> yep. and they just said, Nope. We decide who gets the pops. So, yep. It was great. And Claudio, after the, you know, he's borderline tears. He's just so thankful. He says, thank yeah, you. Yeah, he's talking he's, into the camera saying how so happy, happy he is. Yeah. Right. And then, and then this is where it hits me, where I think for the first time, wait a minute, Claudio's in Blackpool Combat Bat Club? Yeah. Oh, and I'm thinking, okay. So, question is, Blackpool Combat Club, is this the greatest faction in pro wrestling right now? Oh, uh, yeah? It's and don't anybody out there give me this bloodline garbage, because no, get that no, out No, because the okay, Usos don't. Got they're, three they're just... seriously great wrestlers yes. and this newcomer that's so over. Yeah, yeah this this is wow. the best thing going right now. And Regal. And Regal's... I, everything <laughs> about it. Honestly, even Regal their might ro- be the best part of it. And even their rookie is amazing. So just... Yeah. Yeah, this is this is something oh, else. Boy. Yeah. So every part of this just got me more and more excited from yeah. the very beginning to the very end when I when it finally clicked with me yep. that this faction is awesome. It's crazy. Okay. Wow. Let's go to our next match here. This is going to be a four-way match for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Jay White's your champion. He's going to defend against Hangman Adam Cole. I'm sorry, Hangman Adam Page. All the Adams. Adam Cole, Bebe, and Kazuchika Okada. Yep. Hangman doesn't get much of a cheering from the crowd when he comes to the ring. Um. Yeah. Um, I think that there's there's bigger things to cheer for right now. Yeah. And I think people are a little. For Okada. They've cooled down a lot on Hangman because I think that they can. Just the opposite of like Claudio. With Claudio, you can see a red hot future. With with. Adam Page, he may have had that already. So you don't know what's in store for him for the future, and you know he's not winning here. So 
it's it's a little rough. I think people want no, a story hang, with I think it's it's fine. Hangman had that story I know. where where can he do it? Yeah, he did. But was it enough? But was it I'm, enough? I'm and you don't pick know. That story up later on. And I think you have to cool him off until yeah. Kenny comes back. I do. Yeah. Maybe uh, start over and reinvent somehow. Yeah. We'll see. But boy, did Okada get a, a huge My God. And rightly so. I mean, obviously it would have been better as a one-on-one match or even these this match split into two matches. But the point is for a four-way, this was pretty freaking good. Yeah. Until the end, yeah, obviously. We, I mean, we'll talk about that. We'll, we just saw Okada and Jay White, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So um, we don't need to see that here, but all four of these guys yeah. is, yeah, it's fantastic. The crowd is chanting, holy poop, as the bell rings, because they yeah. see all these guys. It's, go, yeah, it's, a, it's a star-studded match, yeah. Yeah. But Jay White's a heel, don't you know? So he rolls out of the ring before. I love it. Anybody can lock up. And then, and then Adam Cole kind of yeah. says, okay, I guess I will like, too. Perfect. Let <laughs> so, the other guys fight. Who cares? Yeah. So Okada and Hangman are set to start, and they kind of get ready to shake hands and go. And then, of course... Uh, Jay White and Adam Cole. Yeah, they're like, this is the match everybody expected. We're not giving you this right now. Too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to have some truces here. We're going to get Adam Cole and Jay White kind of teaming up. And (laughs) I guess Okada and Hangman are going to be on the other side. This is going to be a bad, bad uh, uh, agreement. Okada takes uh, both of the Bullet Club guys. Well, I guess they're not Bullet. Yeah, I guess they are for tonight. He takes them out to the floor. He knocks them both into the front row, spilling a bunch of chairs over. Yeah. Um, so all three of them are out there. The crowd gets to infect Okada with all the germs. Yep. Hopefully there. he doesn't take the COVID back to Japan. Please don't. Please don't. Uh, the Bullet Club guys, they get control again. And then it finally happens. Black, I'm sorry, not Black. Adam Cole, he backstabs Jay White. Oh, of course. With, with a backstabber. So there you go. That was funny. Mm. Um, this match becomes a free-for-all. And Hangman gets the upper hand. He tries the the buckshot lariat, but Gato is there. I forgot to mention he's there. Oh, that's right. He was there. Yep. He grabs the leg. And so um, Adam Page can't do the buckshot. Luckily, that was pretty much Uh, the only cheating in the whole match. So, yes. Thankfully, it wasn't like a house of torture. No. thing. Um, But uh, Adam Page does hit the dead eye onto Jay White. Then he does hit the buckshot lariat, but one to know because, well, Okada saved Jay White. That was fun yeah. to see. Uh, he has to, though. Um, Adam Cole tries, what is it, the Panama Sunrise? Um, that was never going to work. Okada, <laughs> no, no. Okada counters that with the air raid crash. So that's a good Well, they see. called it that, uh, but that's just all that is is the, it's the, it's the neck breaker. It's what Okada yeah. was going to use as a finisher and call it the Rainmaker, if you remember. But I don't know why Excalibur called it the air raid crash, but whatever. Okada goes to the top rope. He drops the elbow. Then he gives us the Rainmaker pose. <gasps> and um, they do the camera yeah, thing and everything. Yeah. They do the camera thing. Yep. Yeah. So those guys were schooled on how to do that. Mm-hmm. They've been watching. Hangman comes in and he prevents the Raymaker. Uh, Adam Cole super kicks both of them. Then we get an Enziguri to Okada and a super kick to Hangman. So, uh, so Adam Cole is shining here. And then this is where it gets weird because yeah. Okada drop kicks Cole right. and then hits Adam Cole with the landslide. Okada goes for the Raymaker. And I think next, that was the move right Cole, there, the landslide. It was not the landslide. Yeah. Yeah. Because Cole 
ducks the rainmaker but he just kind of falls down with his I think arm. he I think if he took that he would die so he had to not take it yeah yeah he falls down and then he kind of crawls over to the corner and lays down on his back yeah uh, Jay White comes in and he hits Okada with the Blade Runner right but instead of covering Okada he right. just he just crawls over. He crawls over Adam and covers Cole, and Cole which would only make Cole. sense if Cole got hit with the Rainmaker. Yeah, yeah. Because it would be an easier pin yeah. and he would know that Okada's yeah. move would be stronger, but Cole couldn't take it. Yeah. And it turns out Cole was concussed and not thinking right. or whatever or or thinking. Yeah, he was a little loopy. Yeah, or thinking and he well, couldn't the, take the move. Yeah, baby. Yeah. The, the ref counted to three. You know, it looked like. Cole kicked out of it. Kind of. He lifted up anyway. his left shoulder, but maybe not on time, maybe on time. But the point is, yeah. that doesn't matter. Cole's really hurt. But the but yeah, Jay White looks super mad because the ref counted three because he thought that yeah. wasn't supposed to be the finish or that someone was supposed to do something or whatever it was. Yeah. But he... But the commentators sold it really well. They I did. It was perfect. They did. Fun. And... Yeah. That's when what was that the part where um, uh, Switchblade goes to the ref and explains? I think there's something wrong with Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He whispers something into the referee's ear. It, it's too late at this point. Um, the crowd is really confused because they didn't see a finishing move. Yep, onto Adam Cole. They it didn't make. It was illogical. Yeah, it didn't make sense. It was yeah. sad that that and was the ending because the match was thinking, so good. Yeah, were these guys in cahoots to do this? But right, no, it was weird. Make sense either. So yep. yeah. And I even thought, did they were they running out of time and they had to call an audible here? I yep. didn't know what was going on. So uh, it ended this match on, a, on an awkward note. Um, but yeah, like you said, we found out later that yeah. Cole's got a concussion. So they called an audible at that point to uh, end the match. However, it could be ended. Yeah. And then out come the Young Bucks and Kyle O'Reilly. But, you know, we never really focus on them. So they kind of go up to Cole. I don't know if they were supposed to have a moment here with jay white or not but yeah well, jay white um, kind of just breezed by him yep. yeah so maybe he says something to him on the way you know cole's hurt you know change of plans kind of thing um and then we just go back to the announce desk and we re- really never yeah uh, it's a shame adam cole anymore but, after that you know they do help. tell us that cole walked to the back under his own power so they do say that at least give us but uh, it's still some not good <laughs> yeah and i'm thinking well look at this title here it is it's cursed it's cursed it's cursed it's not great you think yeah it. Thank you, Kota Ibushi, for cursing the title. He started it. He did. He said he was God, and now it's cursed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Match number nine. Here's our main event for the night. This is for the AEW World Heavyweight Interim Championship. And uh, it's John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Now, Moxley comes out through the crowd, as he usually does. And you know how he gets to the ring and he swings that ring barrier open to get yep. through? Well, when he does it this time, he knocks over a little kid. <laughs> That's fun. And then he realizes it and he goes back and he kind of pats the kid on the back. Hey, sorry, kid. Poor she little kid. There. That There was a little well, kid could... under the under the table they set up that Miro went through too. <laughs> oh, really? Did you see that? When they when no, he was setting up when he was setting up that table to be put through, he was shoving it into the crowd oh, yeah, on the barrier. Right. And then they had to push a little kid out from under it to the side. That kid was going to get murdered. That's so weird. Well, these are these are bruises that are well worth it for the story years from now. I so. guess unless the kid dies. I hope you're okay, little. Mm. Hope you're okay, little kid. But now yeah. you've got a story to tell your kids. Yeah. 
Uh, I got to say, I wasn't really looking forward to this match because I just thought Moxley would win. It seemed and so predictable, and it was like, well, I guess Tanahashi could win, but then he'd have to stay here in America because they wouldn't want to put the yeah. title on as somebody that's not on TV, and that didn't really they make did sense. A good job but then I thought selling it like, oh my god, our titles in jeopardy. So, and that's the thing. Yeah, we didn't know that until the match started, and then oh my god, they made you believe. Yeah, they did. And I thought, okay, well, if it goes to Tanahashi, this will give that title some more shine. So we'll yeah. figure it out down the road. Yeah, it's a great um, story. With that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so these guys fight for a bit. Moxley hits a pile driver uh, onto Tanahashi. But, and the, uh-oh, the crowd chants, on. you effed up. And I'm like, he yeah. did? What? So what happened was in the crowd, there's a fight between a fan and two or three security guys. Um, and it's so not just that it's watching that it's not just that it was a fan it was two fans fighting and then one of them started beating up the security guys so yeah, yeah. So that's what the fans see and now they're saying you effed up because you punched out a security guard which means you're going to spend some time in the pokey yeah um so everybody's watching that instead of the match including the referee nobody saw the pile yeah that kind of sucked um, uh, Moxley has to go to the referee and say, hey, what's going on? And the referee kind of says, hey, look over there. There's a fight in the crowd. No big deal. No one's charging the ring or anything. Yeah, It'll and they fun. wait around a bit. Just so. Yeah, just stall for a bit. So Moxley puts on you know, a couple of rest holds yep. until that kind of gets it settled. It's professional. Back yep. to the, yeah, they did. They handled it right. Who does this? I suppose just, alcohol. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Just really uh, dumb people, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Moxley throws... Uh, Tanahashi into the ring barrier and then he does a Yuranagi through the timekeeper's table ouch yeah uh, but Tana makes it back in the ring uh, by the nine count because you know if you lose by count out you will win you, the other guy will win the title so oh absolutely here yeah Tanahashi stomps on Moxley's face a few times and then he hits Mo- uh, Moxley with a sling blade but Moxley takes that too seriously and he blades for real what the heck Okay, so only Moxley can take a sling blade and then go sling blade. Okay, and then ble- be bleeding everywhere. In the most disgusting thing that had nothing to do with this match, and it was so nothing. weird. Does somebody say blade? Okay, Moxley is into wrestling just to blade and to. I know. Like, I under that's his. He wants to be in these matches. He can't wait for blood and guts. I, I don't. Even, I can't even oh, imagine yeah. what he's going to do. I. <laughs> I think he's probably going off the top of the, the top of the cage, wouldn't you think? Yeah. It's no wonder he won it out of WWE. There, because this is his gig. This yeah. is he loves it more than <sighs> ah, his drugs, gig. I'm sure. Also, also, what's funny to me about this, um, about um, blood and guts, is that Brian. Now that Brian's out of the match, remember that whole thing where he w- wanted to leave a uh, WWE because he wanted to bleed. And that was his big chance in that match, and now he's not going to get that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, well, I'm sure there'll be more chances. I know. <laughs> so, Moxley lands the hammer and anvil elbows to Tanahashi, uh, but then Tanahashi headbutts him and hits him with a kamagoye. And uh, no one says a word. And then, like a minute later, Kevin Kelly goes, That was uh, Kota Ibushi's move. And it's like, Yeah, Tanahashi, have you ever seen him do the kamagoye in your life? No. No. He's uh he shouldn't have done it. He's gonna he's gonna curse himself. Yeah. Um we get aces high and then high fly flow, but then Tanahashi sort of rolls off. Oh, he couldn't capitalize. Time. Yeah. 
So one, two, no. Moxley kicks out of the penitent. And here we go. Back and forth we go. Uh, we get to the end of this match. Both of these guys are now coated in Moxley's blood. It's so gross. Um, wow, we get a King Kong lariat to Tanahashi. Uh, but uh, Tanahashi kicks out at one, and the crowd just goes, Oh, my God. They believed, and they were chanting, Go Ace. This, yeah, they start chanting, Go Ace. This is where we think he can win. Um uh, we get a rear naked choke and a bulldog choke onto Tanahashi, but that's not working. <sighs> and then finally, Moxley hits him with the Death Rider. Oh my three. God. Moxley wins. Wow. And I mean, the blood looks good. You can't admit it. Of course it looks so. good, but yeah. only, only freaking Moxley would go, oh, time to blade because yeah. I heard the word sling blade. <laughs> Yeah, he blade like he blades. It's it's horrible. Even in the just, old days, it was it was sweaty guys bla- blading. Which I know his is all really blood. I don't. It's so disgusting. Yeah, I, I would have not minded it so much if it would have been off a legitimate or some kind of more realistic looking. Movie, oh no, but not. It's like, yeah, I kicked you in the gut. Now I'm gonna blow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, after the match. These guys share some words of respect. It looks like they might shake hands, but out comes Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia. Oh, no. And they beat up Moxley and Tanahashi. Jericho wipes Moxley's blood all over himself. And then this makes Eddie Kingston excited because he hears blood. So he comes out now, Mm. but he's running real slow because he's Eddie Kingston. Um, And then out comes Wheeler Yuta and Santana and Ortiz. And the rest of the Jericho Appreciation Society and the Jericho side, they have control. And now out comes Claudio Casignoli. Yep. So he's here again. He goes right up to Jericho and just beats him up and uppercuts all of the Jericho jerks. And then he puts the giant swing onto Cool Hand and There we go. About 15, yeah, about 15 revolutions. The crowd sucks at counting. They hit 20, I think, but they never get it right. No. Um, and not to be outshined. Eddie Kingston starts cussing out Claudio because I guess they had a feud like 10 years ago. Well, they, yeah, which, yeah, they don't like each other in storyline ever. So, well, yeah. this is going to be a thing. Yeah, so that'll be part of it. Now, uh, Eddie also doesn't like Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Right. So the so point was he got. didn't like either guy in the spot, no matter who it was going to be. Yeah. Right. So. so very good. And that's how the show ends. <laughs> wow. With pandemonium. What a freaking awesome show. But what it, yeah. what it, the show made me like what it was and what it was doing, and also made me so excited for the next AEW. Didn't take any shine from New Japan. Again, it, yeah. it's like when you have those matches where one guy wins in a four way match and everybody looks great. This was a everybody who participated looked great, and somehow even AAA with that match on Rampage. It's- yeah, that's true. This was just yeah, this was just insanely good. And think about how many substitutions and injuries and problems there were, how we ended up with a completely different show than they probably ever thought of. But this show was incredible. But this show seemed like it had so many planned out. Yes. Like this all made sense. You would think everything was planned this way. (laughs) Yep. How much did Tony Khan age over the last couple of weeks? A lot, because this is, this is, this must've killed him every time there was an injury. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I have emails to read, so I will. Because I'm sure we're not the only ones that liked it. Um, Ian writes in and says, There's a form of Japanese ceramic art called kintsugi, which involves taking pieces of broken pottery and mending them. Oh, with putting a, gold in them. With a, yes, with a lacquer mixed with powdered gold. Correct. Um, the idea that 
only by acknowledging where something was broken can we truly make something new and beautiful. Forbidden Door felt like a form of that, but a, with a wrestling show instead of a porcelain vase or vase, as the kids say. It's no you exaggeration. Like your soul, because this would be amazing. I think so. It's no exaggeration to say. Wood chipper. Oh no! <laughs> oh God! We have to do that show is coming up soon. Mm-hmm. It's no exaggeration. Forbidden Door had one. Well, we don't have to do it. Had one of the most unfortunate and disaster-filled builds of a major show in decades. I've heard it said that aside from Rosa versus Storm, every match on the card changed from their original plans. No idea if that's true, but considering the number of illnesses, injuries, and other absences, I could well believe it. It's. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. AEW were missing their world. Yeah, you know what? Because even matches where you wouldn't think there was a replacement, like I said, it was supposed to be Moxley and Shooter, not. Yeah. Yeah. What was the worst match on the card? The one that was planned. AEW were missing their world champ, their former tag champs, one of the hottest tag teams, and one of one half of a technical dream match. New Japan were missing a strong style powerhouse, the junior ace and the leader of one of the most popular factions. Kenny and Coda are still out injured to cap things off. CMLL didn't want anyone wrestling who was working for AAA, which ruled out Lucha brothers and Andrade match after match was announced, hyped and promptly changed as someone got injured or sick. I can see why some people online thought this was going to be a disaster. However, the combined wrestling brains of Tony Khan and Gato, a beautiful mind Gato, came up with a solution. Just put on the best matches possible. Take the talent you have available and book matches that maximize enjoyment. Create memorable moments. Showcase new and rising stars. The result was one of the most top-to-bottom good pay-per-views I've seen in a long time, filled with matches and moments that will be with me for a long time. Wheeler Yuta, exactly one year after his debut as a jobber on dark, German suplexing Chris Jericho to the roar of the sold-out crowd at the United Center. Shota Umino returning from Excursion and doing all three of his dads proud with a star-making performance. (laughs) Ah, dads. Claudio versus... Zack Sabre, a match I never knew I wanted, but was everything I needed. Katsuyori mother effing Shibata. With this show, New Japan and AEW didn't try to hide the chain of misfortune over the last few months. They did move past it, forming something new and beautiful. Are there matches I wanted to see but didn't get to? Absolutely. But on the basis on of this show, I can confidently say there will be another forbidden door. Uh, thanks, Smart Wrestling Friends, Ian. Exactly. The, the, think about this. Yeah, when people are cleared or not injured or whatever, we're going to get another one of these shows. And when we do, it can be even more dream matches that you've never thought of. Yeah. Well said, Ian. I don't listen. we got a lot of year to go. I can't imagine a pay-per-view being better than this. Well, yeah. I hope. And it but... seems like we say that after every pay-per-view too, doesn't yeah, it? But this yeah. seemed really weirdly special. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Um, it was. Chris writes in, of course, this is Boney the dog. And he says, hello, all in my opinion, the biggest news coming out of Forbidden Door is Claudio Castagnoli signing with AEW. For the, all the people I've seen that are thrilled with this, there are p- equally people saying, oh, great. They hired another ex-WWE guy. I don't consider Claudio an ex-WWE guy. The only label that matters to me in terms of his career is Chikara alumni. He joins a distinguished group already there, and I feel the track records speak for themselves. I say, bring in more Chikara alumni. Hollow Wicked needs, nay, deserves <laughs> to be on national television. Thank you. I like you. that fire That's ant funny. guy. He's real good. Yeah, bring all the ants. Well, Never heard of the ants, ever. Um, awesome. I have one from Jeremiah. 
Good day, folks. I happened to be in Canada over the weekend visiting my dad. And let me tell you, it was nice to order Forbidden Door on Fight TV and not Bleacher Report. It was only $39.99, so I saved myself 10 bucks. I was also tired before the four-way, so I went to bed, got up the next morning, and watched the final two matches on demand. <gasps> when I tried that with Bleacher Report, I had to wait two days for the replay to be up. Wow. Well, is that real? Yeah. Bleacher Report's horrible. It's terrible. I'll you be sad. I, I, I didn't mention this earlier, but I, you could have used a VPN to spoof your location, go on to New Japan World and buy it for $36. Yeah, you could. Uh, yeah. But then what, what if like they decided they didn't want to have English commentary or what if they decided this or that? You never know with these things. So you got to be yeah, careful with the know. VPN. He says, I'll be sad to be back to Bleacher Report for the next pay-per-view. Don't use it then. Use Sling or something. I use Sling and it's fine. But I've got many other reasons to be proud to be American, right? Five-ninths of our Supreme Court sucks. And so does stupid Kane Jacobs. Don't yeah. get me started about Kane, Jeremiah. He is a monster. That's why the Undertaker is <gasps> doing that thing in Tennessee. Yeah. I know. Kane and Undertaker are, well, wouldn't you know it, horrible people in real life. Isn't that wonderful? I did know it. But... Yeah, we knew. Thank you for the email. One more. I think they both killed their parents. It wasn't just one. I think so, too. <laughs> Greetings, SWFers. It's from Slowbro Brazil Jr. I was originally going to write in about SmackDown. Nobody was going to do that. I figured if I were being punished for being a good parent, so was everyone else. But then I watched the AW Forbidden Door buy-in, and I enjoyed it immensely. It did what a pre-show is supposed to do. Get you interested in buying a pay-per-view. Just a good way to showcase mid card, mid and lower card wrestlers without looking like a bunch of jobbers. If you're not a fan of the acclaimed and the booty brothers, and then you don't like funny, well thought out wrestling and comedy, keep making me smarter. Sincerely slow bro result junior. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Larry, I'm sorry. I know you'd hope I forget, but it's time for that gum. Oh, uh, yes. There's no more emails. No, the emails are gone, and all we have left is raw, and we're not going to do it after raw. So, how much is it just putting it in my mouth? No, that's what okay. <laughs> Stop. It's um, dear Gobo, I like gum. Bye, exactly. Oh, dear okay, no, mine, mine broke into two pieces. I thought I was going to get a okay. Well, you have to take both pieces. No, hold on, let's see what Harry's up to. Ooh, okay, did yours. The back of the card has where the gum is. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> yeah. And my my card says, what to do about Harry? What's yours? Ooh, no, mine has John. Who's the guy in the movie? John Lithgow? Geese? Whatever his name is. Leguizamo? His spooky sounds. <laughs> okay. The one is John Cleese with a flashlight says spooky sounds. The other is Harry the, the Bigfoot doing something to like a midget Harry Potter. So I think that's not allowed to be said. You can't say that word. Sounds like, wow. Uh, so many things. I don't know what the hunter Lefeur is. One. Oh my god! They do a ripoff of a. Uh, um, uh, what's the movie with Jack Nicholson? Shiny. Here's Johnny. They're, they do yeah. that gimmick with Bigfoot putting his hand through a okay. door. Harry among friends. Mm-hmm. Tanks a lot. He's looking at a fish tank. Whoops. Oh, Harry's hit his You can saw all you want, but you're still going to chew Ooh, this gum. I got the I sticker. I think Larry's just stalling right what now. What was here. your sticker? Um, oh, let me check. 
My sticker was. <laughs> Mine's just Harry's big face, but it's good. it's the whole family, including the dog. Uh, well, uh, my other card is Her- Rick Baker's creation. It's Harry holding the dog. I don't understand that. Wow. Uh, and it's John. What did you say? A guy's name was anyway. The lead lead actor John Cena with Harry saying, "There's something about you I like." Wow. Okay, that was a cool segment. Thank you, guys. No. Okay, so the fans paid for it. The listeners paid for it. So you have to chew this gum. And you made me chew the gum. So we want to hear it crunching too. The way it Yeah, I want to hear it on the mic. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna take one of the pieces and snap it and see if you can hear it on the mic. Okay. Oh yeah. Ew. That was bad. Yeah. Okay. Like a mouse trap. So you have to Okay, what I would say my consistency is like the thinnest floor tile you could ever buy. <laughs> yes, that's it. Okay, so that's correct. Now, here's how you have to do it. You have to first lick the gum like lick you made it. me do. Okay, I'm gonna lick the biggest. And it tastes like dust, right? Tell me if, what it. Tell me what it tastes like. Okay, I'm clearing my palate. Why? Okay, here we go. It might taste oh. like nothing. No, no, it's got a. It's like an attic, you know how right? Diet soda has an aftertaste. Yeah, it has an attic aftertaste. Yes. If dust had an aftertaste, like I licked it and it was dust. It was I licked it. It was flowery, but then it became dusty, and now right. it's even dustier. Okay. Is it drawing moisture out of my tongue? Yes, it's gonna yes. draw. It's gonna try to kill you. So be careful. So, <laughs> what you do is okay. you take the two pieces, you stack them up, or the three now, and then you put them. Yeah. Okay, now you have to put them between your teeth. You have to put them in your mouth now. And you're going to chew it up and talk with your mouth full and tell us what it tastes like as you're chewing it. Yeah. Yeah, we want to hear it crunch. Okay, go for it. (laughs) Tell us the flavor. No, I can't. Tell us what it tastes like. No. Oh. Does it taste like spiders? Ooh, <laughs> spiders. Ooh, oh. <laughs> it's like Owen's oh, calling. No. <laughs> this is what I had to do. No, I'm out. Oh, oh. oh no, I'm out. Oh my god. Oh, you couldn't even get it into a gum like consistency. <laughs> that wasn't happening. Ooh, oh. ooh, ooh. Now you understand what was so bad oh, about no, that. That's oh, way worse than I. That was it. It was like it was worse in the different way. Oh, how did the eighties taste? Oh my god, were the eighties just ooh, like corpse dust? <laughs> like I have, I have the ashes of a dead person. Down <laughs> exactly what I bet that would taste like, uh-huh. except harder. <laughs> Did yours turn into gum? No. Okay. Okay. Because there was not turning into gum. No, there was no way it was gum anymore. It was completely like replaced with dust molecules. Now, Larry, you may want to know that it may have dust mites in it, so you might get sick. Oh, I would. I would rather if you. I would rather eat a big dust mite than whatever that was. There was yeah. no way that was turning into gum ever. Never. Be no, safe, I, I drink that's, some more beer and kill anything that oh, might be in there. That's the first thing I thought of when, when I started chewing it. I thought this isn't going to be gum. Oh God, it's dissolving into dust in my mouth. It was bad. 
Okay. There, I, I was imagining cracker. There's no cracker to it. It wasn't. No. It wasn't like a hard cracker. It was. No, it was the worst. Oh, like ever. Okay. <sighs> that was worse than raw. I swear to God, that was worse than raw. Was it? Oh. Oh, that says God. something. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I would have rather watched Raw than had to. Ooh, Joe, that's not going away. I know. It took me a while to get rid of it. I'm sorry. It makes up for the oh oven mitt. Yeah. Well, I'll let you listen to this song while we're waiting. So, I'm going to play this for you. Hear the tape recorder? Grimpy Cat! <laughs> Listen to that extreme quality. I'm calling poison control. Grumpy cat is on the air. Grumpy cat don't care. Look right into her face. She looks like Harley Race. Grumpy, 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 grumpy cat. Okay. Okay, you did actually research this because I'm looking now and it says, yes, if you're allergic to dust mites, it could actually be bad for you. I never looked it it up. I just assume things. No, it exposes you to parasites, bacteria, and heavy, toxic, heavy metals. Ew. Oh. Oh. (laughs) You didn't swallow any of that, did you? No, I couldn't. I I could not have swallowed. No, no. Okay, I didn't think so. I could never have. I I would have thrown up. Yeah. Why didn't they expect to do it? It's supposed to be gum, not candy. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, I think it's time for Raw. For everyone to be disappointed. But first, we're going to play a game. Yeah. It's going to be Larry against Hum Numa Hama. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, and this is the um, the main event game. And I'll give you clues. Oh, God. Okay. They taped the main event for this week, and there were two matches, and it was two singles matches with just men and no women. And um, everybody in these matches were also in that battle royal of jobbers. Oh. So you guys, all you have to do is take turns naming people. And whoever gets the most, and then, oh, you have to, I'll say yes or no, but then you have to then say you're, you're ready to guess a match, too. So, hum na hum you go first. Guess it, wrestler. Okay. Ricochet. Incorrect. Larry. Oh. Um, uh, who was, oh, a T-Bar. Correct. That's one of them. Do you want to guess the T-Bar match? T-Bar against Ollie. That is Correct. Ooh. Oh, so wow. Larry, but okay, an extra point if you could tell me who won. T bar, incorrect. So you only get one point. Okay, hum 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 for won. the steal. Um, yeah, my unfortunately I was buffering during this battle royal, so Aww. I missed most of it. Uh, but let's say I don't even know who's in it, but I'll say. Our truth. That is incorrect, Larry. Dolph Ziggler. Incorrect. I'm no mama. Uh, the other dog, dirty dog. 
Rude. Incorrect. Larry. Oh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that's in the 24-7. <clears throat> yeah, that's everybody. No, the Asian guy. Why am I drawing a blank? What's his name? Oh, I know it. Tom- we had too many Asian <laughs> names this week. <laughs> we really have. We've never had this. This week. is the uh, one that every week Larry calls Nakamura and he can't remember the name every week. Yeah. Wait, Nakamura. Nakamura. No, he was. He wouldn't be on main event. You're right. Uh, no, he wasn't in it. Uh. Uh. Bah, 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 who got thrown out? You could do it. Three seconds and and hum no hum I can steal. Tanaka. Eh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll say Tazawa. You are correct. Uh... Okay, that's one of them, but. Who did he wrestle? Uh, Cedric the Alexander. That is incorrect, but a good guess. Larry. Darn it. Who did Tazawa uh, wrestle? Blah, 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 blah. Who got thrown out early? Oh, uh, blah, blah, uh, he wrestled uh, the uh, uh, Veer. No. Good guess. No. Hamna Mahama. Uh, ben Job Man. Good guess. No. Larry was in the match i don't know anybody else now i'm out uh, uh, <laughs> wait no i got an idea okay what do you got larry who was in the match <clears throat> running out of time uh five seconds <laughs> i'm not oh, dangerous house definitely not no <laughs> he was in the match no, yeah, I know, but yeah, it was. He wouldn't have been on main event. Okay. All right, now I'm just going to start throwing out names. So I'll say Chompy. Chompy is correct. Who won? Uh, so who won between Chompy and Tazawa? Chompy beat Tazawa. That is correct. So you win two to one against Larry. Uh, it's okay. I had the right person. I couldn't think of the name. I know. I know. It's okay. You did good though. You did good. Okay. Monday Night Raw. There is one match advertised for tonight, and it is not on the show. (laughs) Isn't that great? So earlier today, hotbed of wrestling. Are we in? What town is this? This we're not there yet. Um, earlier today, John Cena shows up, and why? Ew! Why is this? Why are we seeing Cena showing up? earlier today instead of like in front of a crowd what are we doing and he's just basically it's it's oh cena i haven't seen you in a while with everybody in the backstage area every heel is out of character except one only one is doing her job who was it that was becky lynch that is correct there was also someone eating at a table like they were already eating there when they set up for this yeah and they're like i'm not moving Yes. Yep. That happened. Yep. So it's raw live from Texas, the big state of Texas, everybody. And we have lots of jobbers already in the ring. I mean, even from SmackDown, this is a jobber filled ring. It is some sort of last chance battle Royal, which would have made way more sense if we had the Owens versus Ezekiel match 
that we were supposed to have for the second last spot. So this is the last chance battle royal, but there's two spots left. What? Okay. That doesn't make any sense. The only people to get entrances are Ray, Dominic, Nakamura, and Riddle. So who's going to win? Let's find out. It's going to be one of them, everybody. So Tazawa goes out first. Benjamin goes out second. Veer does a giant spot. And I realize, oh my God, Veer is in this match. First of all, why is he in this unless he's winning? And two, why was he already in the ring? And as I'm writing this, Veer gets thrown out. What a joke. And we'll find out later his feud buddies are going to be moving on. So. They're doing other things. So what is Veer going to do? It's a swerve. It's Veer against Cena. <clears throat> no, it's not. Um, Truth and Shanky dance. And Corey Graves actually says Shanky dancing is the main reason he watches SmackDown. Yes. <laughs> and I don't believe he even watches it, so. I know he doesn't watch it. We also find out that Byron doesn't watch it either later. Uh, Truth gets thrown out. Jinder throws out Shanky. Jinder gets thrown out. Reggie goes out. This is so jobbery. During the break, Ali goes out. Think about that. Think about your Ali. You ask to be released. They refuse. Then they put you in a feud, which you lose. Then they make you lose in your hometown. Then they put you in this battle royal. And they purposely throw you out during the break. How much junkier can you get? It's right now. It's like they're experimenting to see how badly you can treat someone. I think so. Chompy goes out. Dominic goes out. And I'm not sure he was supposed to. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. I don't remember Dominic going out. Him and Dolph fight on the on the ropes, and then they both tumble over. And Dominic is supposed to, I think, land on the apron, and he slips and falls to the floor. And then right after that, they do a spot with Rey Mysterio where he gets thrown out, but he's supposed to catch the, the ring barrier, and he slips too. So I'm not I'm not convinced either of those things were supposed to be the way those two were thrown out. T-Bar throws out Ricochet, but Ricochet lands on a ladder and then jumps back to the ring and throws T-Bar out. So it's down to six, okay? It's Ricochet, Miz, Dolph, Riddle, Nakamura, and AJ Styles. <clears throat> AJ Styles didn't even get an entrance. That's sad. Dolph goes out, Nakamura goes out, Ricochet goes out. So 30 seconds ago, Graves just said, we're down to six. And then three people went out. Now he goes, we're down to two. So what? It's Riddle and AJ. And we see Miz saying, telling the refs he's hurt and he's sitting on the floor. But the, the commentators pretend that Miz it was thrown out? What? I don't understand what this is. Well, that's just it. It's, it's the same old tire gimmick. But, but the, the commentators told us that it was... But yeah, who cares? Yeah, it's poor. It's poorly done. <laughs> so the last two. So, oh, Miz is hiding. He grabs AJ and AJ's out. So it's down to Miz and Riddle. RKO on the apron. And Miz wins. I'm sorry. Miz gets thrown out and Riddle wins. So Riddle winning, unfortunately to me, means if we're not having Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank, uh, Seth Rollins and Becky, Riddle's winning that briefcase, isn't he? I think we're doing Mr. and Mrs. And I, Cole knew that. <clears throat> smarty. I mean, it would make sense 
if they were going to have a Cody match where Seth puts the briefcase on the line, that actually would make a little right. bit of sense. So maybe we'll Cody see. Even teases that later on. Yes, kinda. Yeah, kinda. Um, yeah. So that's that. Now the commentators say that Kevin Owens against Zeke or one of his family members has been rescheduled. Let me ask you this: When the pay per view is Saturday? Is Kevin Owens going to magically be cleared by Friday? Or is this a joke? Well, they didn't say why, and we still don't know this guy exists. I don't... Yeah. Well, no, we don't know that Elrod exists, but it never said Elrod. It said or Zeke or Elias or Elrod. Well, that's pretty bad if you introduce a character and he never appears on screen. Well, what's even worse is like what I said, that it's Owens against one of them. And if Owens wins, he's in Money in the Bank. And if one of the other guys wins, then he's not in Money in the Bank. And they're not in it either. It makes no sense. Excuse me. It's nothing, right? No, it's nothing. Becky, tonight is a last chance qualifying women's elimination match. It's Becky, Shayna, Zia Lee, Tamina, Dewdrop, and Nikki. Wait, only Becky can win that? What? That's a that's five jobbers and Becky Lynch. What? What? That can't possibly be the main event, right? Well, oh the thing about God. that is, I don't even know who you put, who you leave in there with Becky to make you think. You can't even get it down to two. That's my problem. Yeah, who else do they have? They, no one. No one. This is a huge problem. Lashley against Alpha Academy in a handicap match with Theory as Special Enforcer is also later tonight. Backstage, Street Profits and John Cena are talking, and the Profits need advice. <clears throat> They're like... We always wrestle and we beat people, but we can't seem to beat the Usos in a tag team match. And Cena gives his, for whatever reason, Cena's Twitter persona is on tonight's show. His garbage, it's I'm all, what are those called, Larry? Not daily affirmations, bullcrap advice from a rich person. That's what it should be called. <laughs> yes. And Cena advice about what how to succeed from someone who succeeded. Well, it, you know what? how to succeed if you already have a lot of money, it should yes. be called. Well, Cena gives bad advice, and the street profits have to figure out the real advice by reading his shirt that says never give up. I don't, this is a long night of the month of Cena or it's whatever. It's pain. It's and Larry, it's you are nothing. you were correct about Cena month. And most of Cena Month was talking about Cena showing up. No, and not even that much, though. <clears throat> like, we didn't see a match. No, I know. We didn't see a it was stupid. It was stupid. So, so, yeah, Cena's advice was you guys were NXT tag team champions before you should be able to beat them. Wow. Okay. Or treating this like this is something new when this feud is very, very old. It's super old. So the Usos come out and it's repeat city. There's going to be a singles match, which we've already seen, but this time the winner's going to pick the stipulation for the title match at Money in the Bank. So now we go to a segment where oldies congratulate Cena. So we have HBK, Cyclops Man, oops. Um, we have Big mm. Show from AEW. What? Yeah, and it's looking all weird. Booker T, he said he's from a library. That's ir- irony, right? Um... <laughs> Oh my god, I just realized something. What? You're not gonna ask me what? I ask you what. No, I know, but what? after okay. Um, never mind. I lost it. Oh wait. <laughs> 
Booker T talking all night. Booker T talking, talking all night. Booker T, Booker T, Booker T, Booker T. Booker T talking all night. Booker T talking all night. Booker T, Booker T, Booker T, Booker T. Booker T talking all night. Booker Booker talking all night. Booker T, Booker T, Booker T, Booker T. Booker T was talking <clears throat> for a minute, not all night. And then we have Brian Danielson. Did he, did from, he say he should put on weight and wear sexy clothes? He did. He says, Usually. that Adam Cole is way too small. Um, Brian, he wouldn't have got a concussion if he was a little bit bigger. If that if that plane that La Bamba was in was a little bit bigger, he wouldn't have crashed. <laughs> Brian did. <laughs> La Bamba. <laughs> La Bamba. Brian Danielson from AEW is on Raw. That was weird. Trish Stratus and Triple H. Okay. Backstage interview with Riddle. Daniel Bryan or did they call him Brian Danielson? No, they called him Daniel Bryan. So okay. They didn't say Paul White. They said Big Show. You know, they no gimmick only works. No, they. It's all. Everybody's going to have a brother that's like looks exactly like them. Oh, that's right. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin's going to be just going insane. That's true. Uh, backstage interview with Riddle. Let me ask you a question. Do Riddle's eyes work? Like, do they ever open up? Have you ever seen his uh, eyes? Ever? The bottom lids close to the top lids. Like a frog? I think. Yeah. I don't even know if frogs do that. Um, Street Profits come out. It's Jay Uso against Montez Ford, and the winner picks a stipulation for some reason, but... Why? Why do we need this to be a stipulation match? Why can't this just be a match? A match we've seen before? Yeah. Mm. Well, no. I mean, for the titles, shouldn't it just be a regular? I don't know. Tonight, there's going to be a face-to-face with Bianca and Carmella. Who asked for this? The Profits win, but no, wait. No, Ford wins. So they can't. still can't win as a tag team. But at least they pinned, he pinned Jey Uso first time ever. So there's that. Backstage, Ray and Dominic are walking, and Finn Balor and Damian Priest come in, and they talk about their feud on main event. No, they don't. But Balor talks about Ray's 20th anniversary is coming up soon, too. How about your 20th anniversary, Ray, in WWE? Why are we pretending that these wrestlers have been in WWE for 20 years? Like, John Cena, could maybe he wrestled 13 out of those 20 years? Maybe? Rey Mysterio, he but left the company for a while. Like, what? But don't you remember when he was the prototype? We'll talk about that, and I'm going to be furious. Yeah, that okay. made me. That but made me really listen. senile moment there. Yeah. But tell me how, what are they called? Justice League and United or whatever. Yeah, Justice League Day. How are they going to take over WWE by pulling Dominic? Well, I didn't get there yet. Really? But- they want to recruit Dominic. Because they'll take over the WWE because Dominic shouldn't have to listen to his father anymore. What is that going to do? Dominic loses all his matches. What? Why would you want him? That stable. I'm not. I'm not saying it was the greatest thing with Edge, but as soon as they're like, "Oh no, we hate the demon. We hate that." So they put him with it, and it's done. Yep. I know. Finn Balor. They're like, "Oh, we don't want to like Finn Balor." So put him in head in the head of, and they'll try to make the group. As soon as Edge left, that group died, and and um, they were on main event. 
Look at that. And Ray says, how about dogs? We have a match next week in San Diego. And the, by the way, at this point, the heels are gone. He's talking to nobody. He's like, San Diego, dog. The, remember that match we practiced on main event last week? Yeah. Okay. That's good. There's a video about the beginning of Cena's career. Oh, wait, no. This is his entire career. Oh, look, and it's that Jim Ross guy from AEW. And this video never freaking ends. And it goes and parlays into all his bad movies and shows and, and all of his TV appearances. Why would this video never end? Did they ever show the CM Punk as the 20s gangster in there? <laughs> no. They showed him. They showed Cena with the, the machine gun. Uh, type yeah, they should have. I thought for sure they would do that. <clears throat> they should have. But, oh, my God, this went on forever. And now, what did I write? Wait a minute. <laughs> Who? Cody, I guess, before gasometer, I also put photos of garlic and put it in the toilet. That's what my notes say. What? Oh, wow. Those are great. Okay, I can't, like, I can't do what you do. I can't figure that yeah, out. Yeah, you have to figure that out. I know. Reverse it now. What? Garlic and Cody. Okay, so my notes said Cody, I guess before, and then I was gonna write something, but I pressed text to text to uh voice the text, and then Amy said I also put cloves of whole cloves cloves of garlic and put them in the potatoes. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Wow. Thanks, Amy. I think that's wow. worse than what I do. Wow. Wow. So, okay. Patrick Irishman is in the ring to welcome his guest. <laughs> it's The Miz. Are we... I swear to God, they run out of Miz TV ideas because we're putting we're putting Miz in the ring, but he's being interviewed by somebody. Miz talks about an internet sociopath that should be in prison. One day. One day, everybody. Miz says... I did not turn on that sociopath. I taught him things. And AJ Styles comes out and attacks Miz, which leads to yeah, Miz versus... What did he say? He, it was a teacher moment. He said or, it was yeah. a teaching moment instead of a, a teachable moment. Or something. Yeah, and I'm like, so you're teaching him to be a teacher? Why Maybe he did say lesson. He didn't say moment. That's right. He's an idiot. But it's Miz. He can't speak. So then we get Miz versus AJ Styles. And I swear to God, if you know... If you have the sheet to SummerSlam, like some people do, that's a SummerSlam match. How in the world are we going to get from here to there all these weeks? Oh, I see. Count out, everybody. Count out. And Graves says he looked at Miz's crotch in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. Yep. Miz just leaves and it's a count out. And that's that because this feud's got to go on for weeks and months. Backstage, John Cena with Ezekiel. And he says, you do look like your brother. And Zeke says, and Cena says, where is Elias? Is he here? And you think Ezekiel's going to say, no, he's at home. But no, he has to be there because that was going to be a match. So he says, no, Elias is with Elrod in another room here somewhere. And then Cena's advice is never forget who you really are. So that was actually funny because... Mm -hmm of who Ezekiel really is. Theory comes in and here we go. Theory says, you don't watch the product. You don't even know my, my things or my song or whatever. Cena won't do a selfie. Is this whole story in the feud between them going to be that he wouldn't do a selfie with theory? 
yes is the answer to that. Well, he's not going. Who is going to be the last person in the Money in the Bank? Well, right now it's it's Ezekiel against whoever on SmackDown. You think they're going to do that? I I thought it was going to be John Cena, but then it seems like it's not. So I I, I don't know. Um, Bianca comes out and her graphic says this, and I swear I thought Bianca was a face. But it's a Healy weird graphic. It says, Bianca Belair proclaims to be the strongest, fastest, and smartest. Isn't that weird for a face? I understand you can't put strongest, fastest, smartest on there because that's insulting because you don't know that that's true. Then you write something else like the ES. Then you write something else. Exactly. But this made her seem like a jerk. But she does talk like a jerk sometimes. But now more oldies talk about John Cena. And Kurt Angle is in the old folks' home because he has turned 90 overnight. He can't talk right. Like he has dentures. And he says, I remember when I went on SmackDown and wrestled this guy called the prototype. No, he was John Cena by then, you stupid idiot. Why are we pretending? How do you not remember your own life? Like, someone get me my meds. I, I feel bad making fun of Kurt Angle, but too bad. Remember when he was in a snowbank and then he got hacked and all that? Oh, he's, yeah. he's a liar. Yeah. He's a liar. When his family left him. Yes. His family uh-huh. left His whole family left him for Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> the whole family. Randy Orton. My poppy. Boy, does Listen. it. What oh would be God. the worst person your wife to leave you for? I don't Jeff know Jarrett. who it would be, but <laughs> Jeff Jarrett would be right. Got to be in the top ten, right? I think it's one of the Jeffs, Jeff Jarrett or Jeff Hardy. Yeah, yeah. I would rather Jeff Hardy than Jeff Jarrett. Hmm. Uh, hmm. So Randy Orton talks, JBL talks, and how he's a horrible old old man. Uh, Jericho, AEW, right there, another AEW. So. Stephanie Stone Cold, I don't care. Patrick Irishman is in the ring now because Bianca's been standing there so long that she's singing her own theme song because she's so freaking (laughs) bored. He interviews her. She says, Carmella, I might have respect for Carmella, but the problem with Carmella is that she does not respect herself. She is focused on her looks. And Bianca yeah, says, she's talking about how, but she's talking about how much talent she has and how great she's she like, she's great, but she better bring her talented self to the pay-per-view. But then she says, why wait until Vegas? Why don't you come out here now and meet me face to face? The segment is called face to face. It, she was acting like she wanted the match now, which is not true at all. And the commentator's like, she oh, says wow. That about every match she's in. Yes. Carmella comes out and they're like, oh, she's accepting the challenge. This is a segment. This is what was supposed to happen. I, just please stop. Carmella says so many dumb things. I can't keep track of them. She does that list thing you do in WWE where like, I am the two-time money in the bank winner, tag team champ, and SmackDown champ. I have a list of accolades. I will read to you off this script that was written for me. Why do you not respect me? Didn't Bianca first say she does respect Carmella? Yes. First, yes. Okay. Just checking. Then 
Carmella tries to attack Bianca, completely fails, and then flops out of the ring and like on her butt. What a joke. This is supposed to lead to a pay-per-view match on Saturday where now Bianca got the upper hand and Carmella is supposed to lose. You know what this is? No. Are they giving Carmella the title? Now you say, of course not, but this is what... I'm not saying that. Now listen, this is what they did with Brock and Undertaker before the streak was broken. It was like, look, Brock is a chump. And then it was like the next week, Brock is a chump. And then right as the go home came on, look, Brock is a chump. And everybody was like, well, that sucks since he's going to lose at WrestleMania. Is Carmella going to... Break the Bianca streak? Is this real? It's not impossible. Becky then, cashes in at the same time. Yeah, but then what happens? Becky wins the money in the bank. She cashes in on Carmella and just takes the title, and then you didn't have to pin Bianca because Carmella cheated to win or something. I don't know. I can't even imagine a world where Carmella could do anything to Bianca to win, so I can't even think that that could be real. But who knows, you know? Nobody knows. But the point is this. What did Patrick say after this? He said, so. Oh, he said, but, but do you respect her? We just. Why did Carmella and Patrick Irishman both think that Bianca didn't respect Carmella when she said she respected Carmella? No one in this segment could hear. They, people were talking, but no one heard what the other person said. Well, let's talk about other idiotic interviewers because backstage, some robot interviews Liv and Alexa. And the robot says, oh boy. this match on Saturday is every woman to herself. Like they're going to go in a corner and read a book? Do you mean for themselves? Is that what you're trying to say, robot? Alexa is a jerk. Liv is a bigger jerk. Alexa's like... Boy, I'd say if we're not friends, we're friendly. I do not hate Liv. And then Liv goes, I would say we're not friends because friends lift each other up. And then the next line should be, but Alexa never was my friend because she was trying to hold me down or whatever. Liv goes, but I'm going to try to knock you down off the ladder. You know what this was? This was, we don't have any stories, but... Women be hating each other. So this makes it real simple to book because it's Liv versus Alexa Bliss for no other reason than women be hating each other. They're both supposed to be faces, did everybody. They, did they forget there's supposedly a women's tag title out there? Why aren't they going to... Oh, wait. I know. Mm-hmm. Carmella mentioned it. I thought she was going to get fired for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Liv against Alexa Bliss. Asuka is on commentary and this was embarrassing because... Remember in the Thunderdome era when Asuka was on commentary and then Jerry the King sat on commentary and pretended that he could understand what she was saying? And that was the whole gimmick? Mm. Well, guess what? Graves is a perfect fill-in for King because he's as big a D-bag as King. He dresses as big a D-bag as King. He's probably a garbage human being in real life from everything we've seen. And guess what? He does the same thing. He's like, oh, oh. And then he repeats some of the words Asuka says not knowing what they mean. And then he does fake translations. And every time they ask Oscar a question, she goes, Oh, like she's a little kid being asked a question. And they're like, which one? And she doesn't even know what the question was. So she goes, 
Uh, Liv. She. This was embarrassing. What's, and, and what's meanwhile bad is the commentary. The commentary was better than the match. Meanwhile, in the ring, no wrestling whatsoever. Rest hold, rest hold, kick, kick, kick. Rest hold, roll up. Liv wins. What a joke. Graves talks to Asuka like she's a baby, and that's the end of that segment. What a pile of garbage. How do you make the women's division worse? Uh, They just somehow figured it out. It's really bad and embarrassing, and they deserve so much better than this. John Cena sucks, trumpet edition. They do this make-a-wish thing where it's the John Cena's theme. When did they make this song? It's just trumpets. I, I don't know. It was almost scary. It was almost scary. You're right. Now, speaking of scary, a corpse comes out yeah. of the back, and it's Vince McMahon. <laughs> and the whole locker room's on the stage, and John Cena comes out, and Vince just, like, turns into dust. He's gone. Slunkers away. And Cena says, what is, "I'm." go ahead. What, what is his excuse next week to be on one of the shows? I don't know. I don't know. He's going to keep coming up with it. Cena says, I'm bad advice Cena now. He says, I don't celebrate milestones because I look forward. This celebration here, this is for you. You allowed me to do this for two decades, even though seven of those years I didn't wrestle. Thank you, fans. And they chant, thank you, Cena. He is so fake sincere in this, I want it to vomit. He says, I can't believe how much I have to thank you. But seriously now, I could talk about my crappy movies and TV shows. He name drops his products here. He is a sack <laughs> of crap. He well, says, it's not just that. You name you drop them by saying, it's not about this TV show. It's not about this star. Yes, that's what he did. It's like that bragging, what do you call it, humble bragging? It's humble brag Cena, but even worse because he's giving horrible advice that you should never listen to. Don't worry, little Johnny. You should definitely try to be in the MLB. Don't ever give up. You'll get there. Kid never got there. Cena's a liar. So anyway, um, he says, this is, I hate this so much. He says, you fans made me a better husband. Yeah. <laughs> Could time? you say a stupider thing than that? Which time? Yeah. yeah. He says, I don't know when you'll see me in the ring again. So now he's just outright lying. Then he says, this is about us. So if you see something that sucks, say something like you did with me. Is he talking to Vince's employees? I don't know. This is horrible. He says, I've been coming to Laredo for 20 years. Almost every word he said has been a lie. There's been nothing he said that's true. People are going to listen to this or watch this raw or this clip or whatever on YouTube. And they're going to be like, oh my God, John Cena is so great. You hear what he did in the U- with the kid from the Ukraine? This John Cena, all these make-a-wish, he's such a great guy. Everything he said here was bullcrap. I, this was the guy that I really wanted to like. We talked about it on the show for years. It's, but it, I don't, it's just who he is. 
I don't think he has a personality that's like like that is this is his personality. You know. He's like, I know how to act in front when the cameras are rolling. That's his yeah. whole life right there. Yeah. But I think that's that it. is him. That's sad. Didn't you say don't watch Total Divas because you'll find out the real John Cena? Yes. And oh. that's kind of him. That's horrible. Anyway, that's it. He just leaves. That's it. They show a graphic. Yeah. Of the, yeah go ahead. So it's the end of the month. Are we supposed to think he's gone now? He should be, right? Should be, but why would he come around? Something would keep him on the show tonight so he could be around for Money in the Bank at SummerSlam, right? Oh, wait. Yeah. So they show a graphic of the main event, the women's match, and Byron does not know who the F Zyalee is because he doesn't watch SmackDown. So he starts naming the women, and then he's just going by the photo because there's no names on there. And the photo, he is stuck. He's looking at Zyalee and going, I don't know who that is. And they have to fill in for him and say, Zyalee? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, Zia Lee. He has no freaking clue. And this is right after uh, Michael Cole said he didn't even know Sonya was on the roster. Great. I love when commentators pay attention. Lashley against Alpha Academy. Handicap match. Theory is the special guest enforcer. Enforcer. This is stupid. Lashley wins. Theory attacks. It's a three-on-one beatdown. Theory is part of this. There's logic behind this. And the crowd knows that logic. And what does the crowd do? They chant for John well, Cena, right? But what, Larry, do we know about John Cena? That he does hustle, loyalty, respect for you. No, he's an egomaniac. And as far well, as yeah. the beatdowns go, what do we know about Cena? Oh, he doesn't Kill. save his friends. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't ever save people, ever. Yeah. Not even Zack Ryder. This crap. Exactly. Killed six people, right? He, he I, Allegedly. Um, so, in all seriousness, this, this crowd is like, they're thinking logically. They're like, oh, Cena against Theory at SummerSlam. Maybe for the US title, maybe not. Um, okay, so Cena's going to come out and save Lashley. No. Lashley has to fight everybody and he beats up all three guys and stands tall all by himself. Really? That's what we're doing. I thought that's where we're going. I don't know. We're, we know where we're going. I just don't know why Cena's going to hang around. I don't know. I don't know. Um, a reminder that Cody against Rollins uh, is, is still a thing. Like the feud is still a thing, even though Cody's gone. And now an exclusive interview with Cody on Raw, they say. Uh, lies. It's an earlier today in an echoey gym for rehab. And Cody says, the doctors say I'm going to be out for nine months. So I'm trying to respect that, but I want to come back sooner. And Seth Rollins, you suck. So that's great. Mm. great. Is he going to just sort of um, duplicate what Cena did? when? He yeah. And try and come back in six or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Backstage, Cena talks to nobody. And... Rollins comes in to do his fake laugh John Cena song edition. Rollins is super annoying and says, Cena, are you in Money in the Bank? Are you? And he acts like he really doesn't know. He's like, "I wait, are you or not? And then MVP and Omos sneak up on Rollins and MVP says, Omos is going to win Money in the Bank. And Cena's like, 
have fun, kid, and just leaves. Like, he's going to beat you up, Rollins, which tells me Rollins is winning. So, I thought it was Riddle, and I think it's between Riddle and Rollins, but... Um, I think Rollins is winning. I think could Riddle's be. time is done. Could be. I think it's I think it's going to be um, uh, Becky and Riddle, but we'll see. Um, Becky Lynch comes out next week. The only match booked, Judgment Day against the Mysterios. Now the question, will that even happen? How many? Well, okay. Usually there's three announced matches and one of them doesn't happen. But this week there was one and that one didn't happen. So, yeah, why not? It, the, I hate it when they announce a match and there's a 50-50 shot. It's not going to even be mentioned again. So, Zia Lee comes out. And it is the main event. It's an elimination match to see who's going to take that last spot of Money in the Bank. It's Becky Lynch versus Zia Lee versus already in the ring Shayna Baszler versus already in the ring Nikki superhero almost person versus already in the ring Tamina versus already in the ring Dewdrop. Yes, I named all those people that not one of them is believable that they could they would ever be able to pin or submit Becky Lynch. So clearly... This match is pointless to be in the main event spot. Manhandle slam. Zia Lee's out. Disarm her. Nikki's out. Dewdrop gets rid of Shayna. Dewdrop gets rid of Tamina. It's down to Dewdrop and Becky. Superman handle slam. Becky wins. Takes the last spot. Wow, what a shock. And that's raw. Yuck. I Raw did not go where I expected it to go. And it was a pain to even sit through. Something. It was. And it was so much other than John Cena's here. And even that was filler. The whole show was filler. It sure didn't. That was a, that was a go-home show. Did that feel like a go-home show? No, because no one cares about the, the pay-per-view that's coming up. Nope. Everybody wants SummerSlam. So, <sighs> I don't get too it. too bad because Money in the Bank should be one of your premier. It sure should. It used to be. Year. I used to be they super really excited about that. I mean, look at who's in the Money in the Bank match. You have... I just don't know. Like, do you think Sheamus is winning? No. Do you think no. that, uh, that Shotzi is winning? These are stupid people in additions to the match. Why are we doing this? Whatever. Anyway, so that's there's, on there's Saturday. No, there is no credible. There are no credible athletes. No, there's in not. WWE right now. You are absolutely correct. So that's a shame. But, um. That's it. We did Raw. Nobody emailed them at Raw. I don't think anybody watches Raw but us. So It would be a shame if anybody did. Please don't waste your time watching Raw. But anything else? Are we done? Did you die yet, Larry? From the gum? No, but it's my tongue has a dead spot right in the middle. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, that's where the parasites latch on, like, and that's their house now. They uh, built a home there. Tell me that. Oh. Your tongue is going to look like the back of that card where there's like the gum. Ew! Oh, just forever, just marked with yeah. the Harry hath tamed the savage beast, it says on this card. <laughs> it says that. George's dad. Harry fakes him out. That's good. Eme. Teaching Harry how to sit. He's alive. That's He's, a big spoiler. He can't, he, a Bigfoot doesn't know how to sit down. Wow. I guess not. I guess maybe sit on command. What to do about Harry? That's the gum card. That's all disgusting. Anyway, um, I think we're done, right? Yeah. Big yes. Week. Good week. Yes. Next week, going to not be as good, I call it. <laughs> well, just, blood and guts. Maybe it is going to be as good. Oh, uh, 
I mean, it's hard. You're not going to be able to beat the pay-per-view, though. That's the problem. No, with, so. with money in the bank. Oh, my God. We have money Usually, in the bank and I blood can, and I guts. I can even live with this. If money in the bank was huh. a one-match pay-per-view, there's no matches on that card. I don't care. And what about that world title match? Oh, that doesn't exist. Well, what about that Intercontinental? Oh, that's not real. Oh, okay. That's great. Okay. This pay-per-view should be like an hour long, right? Well, <laughs> no, because those ladder matches last forever. The ladder matches last forever, and then you have the, the both women's title on the line, titles on the line in two separate matches. You have the United States title on the line, and Lashley's trying to go for that, and you have the tag titles on the line. So that's that's, for Money in the Bank, six matches, that's a lot. So, or am I thinking of the Royal Rumble? That would be a lot. I don't know what I'm thinking of. It doesn't matter. Regardless, yes, we have Blood and Guts and Money in the Bank this week. And I don't know. I don't know how much I care about Money in the Bank, but, you know, we'll watch it anyway and we'll see what happens. But that's our show for today, everybody. Thank you, Humna Mahama and Larry for uh, doing your reports. And sorry, Larry, about the gum incident. I, um, I don't know what to tell you. Just please don't die, okay? going to bed and i don't know if i'm getting up <laughs> that's horrible okay well thanks for listening everybody we appreciate it until next time bye everybody I was walking down the street one day A man came up to me and asked me What I was listening to on my iPod, yeah And I said You ever hear a $10 time machine? Say more Wrestling podcast Back in time. Oh, you gotta give it a try. Oh, yeah. It only costs $9.99. Plus a penny, just one penny more. I was walking down the street one day. A kid came up and said he wished he could hear about wrestling back when it was good and I said you ever hear of ten dollar time machine Say more. it's a wrestling podcast oh you gotta give it a try oh yeah it only costs nine plus a penny just one penny more. I was walking down the street one day. A pretty lady walked past me and I told her I had my own podcast. Yeah. Then I said, Hey, every here. Dollar time machine. Uh oh.
kind of my idea. It was really Joe. I'd probably get you a discount. We're sorry. Maybe only like $9.99. He always does this. Just ignore him. Sorry. As I was walking down the street one day, a cop came up to me and told me I was annoying people in the park and I would have to leave or else I would have to go downtown with him. And I said, Did you ever hear of Tit? No, no, I don't want to go with you. Hey, let, no, let go of my arm. It's not. No, I'm not going to get in your car. I just, I, I'm telling people about a podcast. I have a podcast. I'm the star. Oh! Oh! Oh!